During the age of constant connection, there is a force like gravity that shapes the inner and outer boundaries of our media. The pure force of signal, the pushers and pullers of knowledge, the invisible barrier. The ears of many hear the story of few, and few can relate. This connection of orbiting voices is the next paradox of the century. Yeah, if, you, if you're not able to make a contact on your own, you need someone to stand in for you uh, if you're in, incapable of making a contact. Well, now, now, you sound, now you sound like Obama when he came out and told the American people that they need the government to make choices for them. If you want, I'll play you that video. Uh, let's let's forbid it that uh, not forbid something happens to you right now and you become uh, incapacitated or uh, you, you you are not able to okay you you are not not of sound mind or uh, something of that sort. Uh, will you be able to sign your own contract? No. So uh, oh no 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 no. But hold on, hold on a second, hold on, hold on. So when this scenario happens with me. Um, in this case, and what you're talking about, I am the beneficiary of my trust. That means I have trustees that look out for my benefit. So no matter what, the trustees will always look out for my benefit and always make sure that my benefits stay intact. So what you're and saying and is and the your government... Trustees, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold your on, trustees hold on. are still... Yeah. What you're saying is you are connected to a social contract to where the beneficiary is the governing body, your country, your county, and the trustees are the government employees that are going to be there and rape every single account you've ever had. Um, and you believe that's your benefit? You believe paying taxes is for your benefit? You believe when you go to jail and you're fined is for your benefit? The social contract is not for your benefit. It's to make sure that you pay taxes. It's to make sure you go to jail. It's to make sure you get speeding tickets. It's to make sure that you keep the debt instrument spinning. Look at your country. Look at the debt deficit. You ever see it going down? Why do you think it's not going down? Obviously, no one's paying for it because if somebody was paying for it, the shit would be going down, no? That's your social contract. It's just going to keep you in debt. It's going to keep you as a second-class citizen. It's going to keep you as a federal citizen to the governing body. So when you use the word citizen, go look up the word citizen. Go look up the word citizenship. Have an understanding of this and understand that every time you use these words, you are signing the social contract, meaning you could be penalized. I'm telling you there's no social contract. All you have to do is accept that there's no, so, no social contract. Now, no social contract can be subjected to you. Or penalize because you don't qualify. I don't qualify for a social contract because nobody which, which can. Country, which country do you do you belong to? And what I don't. I don't. I don't belong to a country. Listen, I don't. I don't so, belong um, to a country. So I can call I you from, to a you're from. You're from a third world. I can just call you from a third world uh, status of living. So you can. You can classify. You can classify my country as a third world, but I'm going to tell you this. My country operates only in the legal. So my country, their money is still backed by gold and silver. What about your country? Bitcoin.
you, you, can't be, you just can't become your own country right now. Why not? You know, in the United States of America, all you need is 50, uh, 20 acres of land and a, a, a main home. And you could become your own country and you can file for UN and diplomatic status. But how often does that ever happen? Well, well, the question is, is why aren't people doing this? You know, it's like, not an easy thing to do. Um, sure it is. But you made, a, you made an interesting thing about the social contract and the dead cycle with tax. I totally agree with you. What would be your alternative way to get around taxes other than not filing? Stop using Federal Reserve notes. Okay, well then how would you, how would you go about your functionality in society <clears throat> if you're not using fiat? You, well, you probably use your phone and credit cards more than you use fiat notes. Well, that's just, right? that's just, uh, well, okay, we could do theoreticals, yeah. No, let's, let's, let's not theoreticalize. Let's make it more like factual and, and have some substance. So when you go to work, you get paid in Federal Reserve notes, right? Right, right. just like generally speaking, everybody gets paid Federal okay, Reserve so, notes, yeah. No, I don't get paid Federal Reserve notes. Um, and when I do, those Federal Reserve notes get shipped over to the No, just generally, just generally speaking. Like, okay, so in a general like person, society, right? Okay, so the, okay, the yeah. average individual, the average individual um, does not have any concept of what the IRS is or how they function. So now they all go down to their, uh, their employer. They ask for a job. Their employer does what they're supposed to do because they're a registered company, so they have to fit underneath certain policies, giving you a W-2, W-4, and doing all these things. And then you take it upon yourself to sign this stuff and give out information that doesn't belong to you because the only information that you're giving on a W-2 is a Social Security number that does not belong to you. And... The way you know it doesn't belong to you is just go read the back of the card. I know, and the same thing with capital letters. Okay, no, 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 no. That's that's different. That's a, that's a different concept. It can fall into it. Can, it's the same. It's the same concept no. of, of a fal falsification of reality and no, like it's, you think you own you think you own your social security number, but it's really a way to pay back your debt. You're not paying um, back when debt. You're in court. You're not paying back debt. No one pays back debt. That's not how debt works. But we're going off. We're going off of like what my question was, though. So like, we get like there's rails, right? Like you get your job, they pay you in whatever. It's not no. It's that. not pay you in whatever. As long as you're getting paid in Federal Reserve notes, you're going to be taxed. Simple. I know, but what do you suggest? Like, what do you? How do you? How would you? Okay, how would I do it? This is how I would do it. Number one. Number one, because we're talking about the IRS, so I would go to the IRS. What I would download from their website is the publication 1212. The publication 1212 is all about the 1099 process. The 1099 process makes you a subcontractor, okay? So just with that alone, your taxes will not be taken out of whatever you're receiving, right, in Federal Reserve notes. Now, depending on how competent or how educated you are uh, through this publication, 
now when you deal with the IRS, you can make yourself exempt or get all that funding back or all the taxation back. If you want to take it a step further, you can understand what a 1099 OID is. The OID is the original issue discount, and you can actually create your own OID. So now you have now made yourself the original issue discount. So that means that you are the source of all your labor and your utility and your energy, meaning now that cannot be taxed. So it's all in how you go about it, dude. Okay, so... You want to stop paying income tax? But, Read the publication 950. It will explain to you what income so, dude, is. But the state so has provided you safety job for you to, to not make that income. It has provided wait, the what? serene and uh, conducive environment for you to make that. that listen, uh, listen to me. How would I tell my job to not take out taxes? That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Listen to me, dude, listen. Just no, no, listen, just as a question. Now, hear right? me out. You ready? Write this down. Write this down. Memorize this shit. Make it like it, it like you know it like your foreskin, bro. Ready? 31 CFR 1.32. You can go to the Social Security Administration and read for yourself. It is not an opinion, it is a fact. 31 CFR 1.32. You give that to any employer and you tell them to give you whatever documents they want. When you fill out the document, you write the words exempt without the United States. You put that there and then you attach that notice. They will not take any taxes out of your money. Period. Yeah, more people need to know about that. No, dude. The only thing you got to do is use Google, bro. Just go to Google and ask the right question because Google is the biggest library on the planet. And all the information I got is because... But nobody's thinking of Googling that, well, though. Whose problem is that? Well, that's probably why they have fucking jobs. Well, and now we're going to look at a job. What is a job, dude? You're going somewhere... You're providing them. That goes back to what you said about a social contract. Yeah. That's exactly. And it's all bullshit. Job the job is bullshit. Yeah. <clears throat> like you know, the wealthy. Right. You think the wealthy have a nine to five? Fuck, bro. Come on. They're, they're fucking borrowing money from. They're, they're not. They're, they're not borrowing using, money. They're leveraging. They're they're they're, they're no. They're they're borrowing money from money. No, 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 no. You can create money. You want me to show? You want me to tell you how you can create your own notes? Well, not like literally. Not like literally. Yo, my man, whatever, but you're, you know you're not listening. I mean. It's not that. Serious. Would you? No, it's, it's would you like me to explain it. to you how you can create your own money, bro? Before we go, before we go into that, uh, you know you can mess around with this uh, civil law all day, but when it comes to criminal law, um, you're subject to the state, buddy. You're subject to the state. All right. If, that's what I'm saying. It's like it can't be that easy, bro. Like if it was that easy, I'm sure we would have a lot more Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk's in the world. Yeah. And you know why you don't? Because they're all getting fucking taxed. Whoa. They're also like, they also get help from the government. Like, so. if, if you listen, if you listen to like, let's say Donald Trump, when, when he was running for president, he told the American people, the man Donald Trump has never been bankrupt. 
but every company, Donald, the Donald, <laughs> the Donald Trump brand, yeah, no. I'm going to keep bankrupting because you have to understand something. We are in a country. The United States is bankrupt and has been bankrupt for over a hundred years. Well, damn. So why aren't you operating in bankruptcy? Because the only way to operate in bankruptcy and to function in bankruptcy is to be bankrupt. But you think that you are in bankrupt. Well, let me tell you, every time you use those Federal Reserve notes, Bingo! I love you, baby! By the way, where have you been, man? I've been preaching this shit to these guys for fucking four or five months. Bro, these guys don't understand about promissory notes. Promise to pay you later. Everything okay, so is a debt on, system. On, on. We are the money. No, but like, hold, on, hold, on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, let me introduce myself. Let me introduce myself, please, for a moment. There's a reason why they call me Tom the Philosopher. I shut up down there, buddy. I'm talking to my friend who's educated here. You don't know what the fuck's going on. You're just waking the fuck up. Listen to somebody who's telling you what the fuck's going on instead of fucking judging them. He knows a lot more than you do. So zip your big fucking mouth and listen to him. That's all I come to say. Brother, I love you. I'm following you right now. Uh, you can talk to Bitcoin Bump. She knows me very well. Bitcoin Bump, how long have I been preaching this shit for? No, I just want to know Bitcoin Bump got a big bump. Every Sunday, motherfuckers. And I'm 46 whoa, years whoa, whoa. of age. I've made millions. We were lost trust. millions. We and then I questioned myself. It wasn't my fault. Tom, I just there needs a, to be... No, brother. Tom, I was asking him questions. No, no, no. About I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to disrespect you, but I love you. You know that. I love you. I'm just coming here not even knowing it was you. Sorry. Now that I heard your voice, <laughs> I didn't know it was even you. <laughs> Why did you change your logo, brother? <laughs> But anyways, he's actually speaking about important factors. Uh, we went bankrupt a long time. There is no more money. We are the money. Everything is a debt system, a bond system, a credit system. And that's what a promissory note is. You could actually pay off anything with a promissory note because we have a trust fund. And that's why we have Chapter 11 and all these bankruptcy laws that are actually legal to pursue. It's a scam. The whole system's a fucking scam. Ponzi brother, scheme. Please, Ponzi scheme. A pleasure. Pleasure so to meet you. you. I'm, I'm stepping I'm back because I've been preaching this shit for days and weeks. Continue, my brother. I'm going right, quiet. Look, look. All right. So my I'm, question, I'm, though, was like, I'm, we all no, know that, but how I'm would you get you, around I'm, it? I'm going to tell you guys how to produce money. All right? Just give me a second. I need to roll a joint because you motherfuckers drive me crazy. So bear, bear with the nigga, yo. Please. I love second, this yo. guy. He's teaching you what right, the rich have been look, doing for yeah. thousands of years. Oh, we got FOMO back. All right, FOMO, check this out. Since you're the uh, designated lawyer, uh, I need you to look up 21 silver surety bond. 21 silver dollar surety bond. While I Let's get this baby going. Wow. He's like me, facts. Yeah, baby. While I roll my joint, 21 silver dollar surety bond. There should be a PDF somewhere. Go find that shit. Do you mind if I join you for a joint? Yeah, come on over, dude. <laughs> a friend with me is a friend indeed, bro. Bro, it's so refreshing. Bro, I've been preaching the shit to formal Bitcoin everybody for fucking four months. Everybody thought I was crazy. You're crazy, bro. You are fucking crazy. I'm so dude. glad. I am fucking crazy, baby. It, Thank God we're crazy, baby. Thank God I found my brother, my spiritual fucking brother, bro. It's good to see that you're fucking alive and kicking, baby. All right, I'm almost Tom, done. I'm almost done. Tom, I've been listening all day. 
And all I'm thinking, where the hell is Tom? Where the hell is Tom? And Why didn't God. you call me? No, you listen, call me listen, when listen, you give listen. me a blowjob, but you don't call me when you want to talk? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Thank God there is a recording, buddy, so you can hear it all, man. Did you really record this? Yeah, man. It's going to do it, bro. Everything. fucking it. Bro, I'm actually FOMO. FOMO is the one who's been calling me. FOMO DM me like two hours ago and I ignored him. Like, what the fuck's FOMO talking about? And then FOMO came into my room and says, Tommy, get your fucking ass into Bitcoin Bum's fucking room now. It's about the shit you've been preaching. If it wasn't for fucking FOMO, I wouldn't even know you guys were talking about this shit. I'll be fucking smoking my weed by myself tonight. Yeah. I've been gone off space all day. We got another every, like, every lawyer, every, every lawyer knows it. Every, every lawyer knows there's it. There's actually a guy. There's a guy that you guys can look up. His name is Johnny Liberty. Johnny Liberty was oh, actually Johnny exiled Liberty, out of the yo, United. Cool. He was exiled out of the United States of America, and he was not able to come foot ever again yeah. back to the United States of America because of what he's teaching. He was teaching what me and this guy's teaching. There's, you guys. A, there's a guy named Mark Stevens. There's a whole bunch of guys out there too that do the same shit. All right, so look. Yeah, and all right, go on, brother. Go on. So, Tom, we're going to get to money. All right, you guys want to get to money? All right, so number one, we need to understand what money is. Okay, so the actual definition for money is a measurement. So, when we use a measurement, we're going to have to use the measurement of silver. Okay, so if we go to the Coinage Act of 1792. If you go down to the usage and uh, usage and effects authorization, there's an actual table in there. And in that table, it'll say exactly what a dollar or a unit measures out to. Okay. So when we got taken off the gold standard, we got taken off the standard, meaning that there was no more measurement there. That means no more credit was produced because for you to have credit, you need to have substance. So, the way we can produce money in today's time is we can download this 21 silver dollar surety bond. Make sure you go Google underneath a law dictionary and understand what surety means, understand what bond means, and understand what a surety bond means. Okay? So, what we can do is we can right now go get 21 silver pieces uh, so 21 silver dollars, it doesn't matter what mint it comes out of. The reason you need 21 is uh, a simple way to look at it is you have two branches of court. You have small claims and then you have regular court. So depending on the equitable value is what where you're going. So anything under 21 shekels or 21. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. All right, so anything under 21 pieces of silver puts you into small claims. Just use that as a concept. Anything over 21 puts you into a regular court. So what you can do now is you can download this document, the 21 silver dollar surety bond. You can go get yourself 21 pieces of silver. You can take 21 pieces of silver to a notary. The notary will witness 21 pieces of silver. You will take back 21 pieces of silver. And now the notary will verify and create a legal document. Meaning now 
you have a document worth 21 pieces of standard or pure silver. Now you just created a note that has actual value, meaning you now have credit of 21 silver dollars. So oh, hold on, hold on one use, second, hold on. You could also tell them how, to dip, how they can write a promissory note to withdraw through the trust fund from the day that they were born using their birth certificate. Um, I, I, will not, I will not do that. Okay, Okay. I agree with you. I agree with you. It's deep. I agree with you. I agree with you. You don't have to explain. I will explain. Yes, I I have to explain. The reason I will not teach anyone to do that is because at the end of the day, it's a dishonorable act. Yeah, I agree with you. Don't teach it. I agree. I don't teach it either. I agree. the The rule is pay off your debt. Okay, so Bingo. because our forefathers, because our forefathers back in 1933 gave up all their gold, and when they gave up their gold, the deal was you give us your gold and your debt is cleared. Okay, and that goes to House Joint Resolution 192. That is the remedy. Okay, so what that means is you and everyone else are welcome to go get your house. Clear your house. You're welcome to go get your car. Clear your car. You're welcome to go put your kids through college. Clear that. You're welcome to go on vacation. Get yourself a little, I don't know, uh, clay house or something like that. But I have a question. Keep it simple, people, because once you take it and you move into the dishonorable realm, you will get penalized. I have a even, question. Even Jill. <laughs> What's the question? Um, if like, okay, so I go to the uni, the Colorado uni of medicine and I have student loans already and would I make more money investing them or paying them off? Wait, 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 say that again. I go to the Colorado university of medicine and I have a bunch of student loans. Would I make more money investing them or just paying them off? I don't, I don't know what you mean by investing them. Like putting, like not paying them and putting them off. And if you don't, if you don't pay, if you don't pay them, and then you're dishonorable, and you will be in default, meaning you will become a delinquent. And because you become, of your you become actions, red, you become red flagged at that moment. No, no, no. Because of your actions, because of your dishonorable actions, um, you will go to jail. That's or what I mean by red flag. In Canada, we call they're it just, like they're just gonna they're just gonna hit you with so many uh, uh, taxation that your credit score is gonna go down to nothing, and then yep. you won't be able to function in society. You're done. But you're done. But the the truth is, being honorable at all times. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you know and you believe that there's track so now i have clear understanding of what i need to do in my legal responsibilities i would say about 90 95 percent of the time that contract doesn't exist and you don't have to go any further from there if the contract does exist okay so meaning your contract never got sold to a third party um now what you can do Again, he's speaking of, hold on, you're not explaining about, it's also contract law. This is deep shit. Like, you can't explain everything within a small discussion. Like, this guy's t- giving you guys the basics. He can't tell you guys too much. It's, it's, it goes deep. That's all I have to say. Continue on. Well, it, 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 
it's all about the contract. So if you get the original contract where they can produce it and then you have to move forward because there's an actual contract. If there's no physical contract, that means you don't have to move forward from there. So I need to start by asking for the original contract. And that falls into like debt collection practices act, right? Like, you know, uh, well, anyone who clears debt, like all these third parties, the first thing they do is they go and get your credit report. They find out who's claiming a debt, and then they they basically uh, have a dialogue or a correspondence with these people. And then, depending on that, on how that negotiation goes, is how that goes. But at the end of the day, they have still to need the original contract. You still need the original contract. The original yeah. contract is the base of all legality. If this and doesn't exist. Then there's statute of limitations, but I mean on no, statute. No, 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 no. Statute of limitations only apply to government agents. So uh, a lawyer, if a lawyer was to bring up suit, the statute of limitations apply to him and him only. If you, as a regular individual, um, like sovereign citizen, bring suit in there, there are no statutes of limitations. Right, but it, as as the um, when a creditor comes to bring claim, like you know, on a debt, and then you're talking, you're talking seven, you're talking seven years jubilee. Yeah, so, and then four years here in the state of Texas, because under Texas Constitution, it's four years. So basically, if I don't pay them off, they'll follow me for the rest of my life. No, the way no, they don't if follow you. If no. you don't, if you don't, if you have no correspondings with these people, they can only hound you. For four years, but they can reset the dead debt through a verbal agreement only. Yeah, if you agree to it, if as you they can reset, they can reset it for another seven years in Toronto and some parts of the states with just an oral recorded agreement. Yeah. That's why you don't you don't talk to them. Yeah, you never agree to the debt. You don't even talk to them. Don't answer the phone. Tell them that send any correspondence but by honestly, mail. Honestly, listen, guys, guys, listen. This is a dishonorable practice. Yeah, we can't talk please, about please. this, guys. Do not do this. No, like, we can talk about it. Yeah, we can talk about it. it yeah, exactly. This. It's a dishonorable practice. It's a dishonorable concept. And if you guys are trying to use the system for your benefit, do it the right way. There's no need to try to fuck that's correct. The that's I agree with no, you. But at the same, but at the same time, when we, when you're dealing with businesses that are also conducting outside what is ethical business, what like with debt collection or with uh, predatory lending practices, right? Like these uh, check uh, advance companies, you know, the payday lending companies, they were uh, prolific here down in Houston, especially after they had all the pill mill doctors got everybody addicted on pills. So people were trying to get, you know, any extra cash they could to, to buy their dope or whatever. But, you know, it was a, a bad situation where they were, they were basically – getting people to, you know, get payday loans out and then, you know, extorting them saying that, no, now you've written a hot check because you've voided it out. And I mean, I had them call me and threaten me one time, you know, in mine, I had gotten the loan. I needed my car repairs done. And, uh, oh, this is crazy. I know what you're saying. So, so they give me the loan and then, you know, I pay the first installment and I pay the second installment. Well, on the third installment, there was a problem with the direct deposit for my paycheck. So when they went to go execute their draft, it wouldn't clear. So they contact me the following Monday, and they're like, oh, well, you, know, you need to pay the whole thing. And I was like, well, I don't have the whole thing. They're like, you need to pay the whole thing or nothing. 
And I was like, well, then I choose nothing. Why? That right there, that right there, nothing. listen, that right there, that right there, when you said I paid nothing, you denied them, that means. Oh, you're breaking up. You cut out there. What'd you say, bud? Yo, doubt. You there? He got him. He got him. Sorry, guys. I'm going to have to take over here. But I'm scared to talk now because they might come get me. Shit. Be careful, man. Who got him? <laughs> they. <laughs> they got him. <laughs> <laughs> guys, let me teach you guys but, another thing. Have but, you guys noticed? So let, let, me, hold on, hold on, let me finish my story yeah. real quick. Go ahead. So, anyway, so they, they, they called me back a few days later and they're like, look, man, you need to pay this. And I was like, no, when you called me over there, and we have a payment, I make the payment, and then when I said I could, I could go back to that small payment, I couldn't afford the whole payment. They were like, no, it's all or nothing. I was like, well, I guess I can nothing. So they, anyways, so they decided to get me to pay for the Ali, I don't know if it's just me, guys, but your connection is shit, Ali. Say hi to Doug yeah, Vader for me. But the thing is this, guys. Um, when you guys are talking verbally to whoever, um, the, the, the verbal conversation in the eyes of the law is considered an argument and it's dishonorable. So if you guys are doing business, make sure it's done through documentation because now it's a discussion in the eyes of the law. So it'll remain honorable at all times. And as long as you stay in paperwork, um, you won't have any of these adhesion contracts and any of these idiots uh, trying to promote nonsense. So try to keep all your business dealings to documentation. Which makes sense, too, because then you got your, for your records, you know, because they, they're obviously going to lie. I often like to tell them that I record my conversations, you know, which I do sometimes, but not all the time. Well, and, uh, the thing is this, we're recording. Some states, it's not admissible they unless, unless you acknowledge it. So, in those states, if you tell people that you're recording the phone call, they're going to hang up on you. The better way to go about it is just ask them if the phone call is being recorded. Say, hey, by the way, is this phone call being recorded? And they're going to say yes. Right there is the acknowledgement. That's all you need. Right, for it to be admissible in court. And it depends on... But anyway, so with that one thing, so with the payday loan people, so they call... Uh, they tell me they're going to file criminal charges on me. So I'm like, well, I didn't commit any crime, but I'm going to go ahead and front run them and go ahead and call the district attorney's office myself. So I call ahead of time and I talk to the district attorney. I explain the situation. She's like, look, did you sign a check? And I was like, no, I just wrote void on the outside of it. She goes, the only way that you have written a hot check or a, you know, a fraudulent check is if you signed that check and you know, it's, it's a contract. Unless it's signed, it's not legally binding. You just gave it to them, so they had your routing number. It was a big argument. Anyway, so they, they threatened suit, and I got the whole thing thrown out basically because they didn't follow the Fair Debt Collections Practices Act to a T and threatened to file suit uh, and bring criminal actions when they couldn't bring criminal actions because they'll threaten you with things they can't do 
to see what they can get away with. Which, you know, it's just like the police officers. Police officers are no obligation to tell you the truth. And as a matter of fact, if they lied to you in the course of their investigations to, to uncover something, then that is admissible evidence. Is anybody there? We're all here. Yep. Yeah, I'm here. I thought my phone froze up on me. Well, what happened to the guy? He was preaching, fucking splitting the fucking shit on helping them out, you know, but we can't tell you guys too much because we don't want to go to jail. Like, what the fuck happened to him? Is he? No, I think he's having technical issues, probably. I'm going to... Amphie, if you can hear me, I'm going to remove you off of co-host, and then you can leave the space, and when you come back in, I'll send you another invite. He's probably talking to himself, not even knowing the mute button's on. Oh, is he right? Well, that was a fantastic uh, lecture. I don't want to talk. Well, he, he, has, he, has, he has knowledge. He has knowledge of the law, but... Um, he can't, he, he, he can't, he can't tell you, he's protecting um, himself. He can't tell you the principles. I, w I wouldn't even tell you how to do it. Do you understand? Tom, <laughs> Tom half a day with him. I'm, not, yes, I'm, um, I'm no longer sure what my name is, whether I have given it to myself or whoever gave it to me, whether my birth certificate is valid, whether I own my home, how deep underground my home actually goes to? Do I have any mineral rights? What's my hey? Estate, estate did you get? Did, did you guys not hear an echo of me preaching Do for I the last four months? Own yes or my no? My own debt. Does someone else own my debt? Like I am so confused. I have no idea who I am. You shouldn't be confused, Lucky. You shouldn't be confused because no that means because that means in four months you didn't hear a fucking word I've been telling you. <laughs> so you deserve hey, to I be can't... confused. You deserve this, this to have your head up your ass. Deep, your head's so deep. You're, not you, alone, you're telling about the story about your neighbor's no. dog in shit. You are in shit. <laughs> if, if you're not a lawyer, this stuff will confuse you, but it, it makes sense to me, I guess. I, t I told I, you guys I, everything, you know, it comes to two things law of the land and law of the water, contract law. That's what everything is. That's why even your child, the child children's service aides, can come take your kids away from you. And that makes because the day of your birth, when you sign away your kids' rights by giving them their name, their given name, you're incorporating your child, okay, to the state, to the provincial corporate state. So therefore, in return, you are offered benefits as an employer. So therefore, you receive a payment. Let me talk. Let me finish. So what you do is you are received a bill of sale. So you don't get the original birth certificate, which is called the long birth certificate. You get a duplicate copy of the birth certificate because the state owns your child. This is why you don't have the original long birth certificate. Listen, buddy, I don't know what country you live in. I'm talking about Canada and USA. Any powerful Western country, this is how it fucking works. You spank your fucking kid, they take it from you, and you don't see your kid again. Welcome to fucking North America. You don't own your child. This is why they pay you a payment for 18 years until it becomes adult taxpayer. It's called a child tax benefit payment. That's the bill of sale and the tax receipt. And this is why if you call the government and ask for the original birth certificate, they'll tell you, fuck off. What are you talking about? Click. You don't even have the birth certificate of your son. 
or your daughter. Does that register? You have a fucking photocopy. Case closed. Next question. I, I, um, <laughs> we have original ones in here. The promissory note? The promissory note is every fucking body before money was invented, money was never around. So we created what? Called trust funds. So all of us have our own personal trust fund. This is why we are illegally to go bankrupt Chapter 11 in the USA, bankruptcy protection here in Canada. These are legal terminologies, bylaws, and statutes that are, cannot stop us to govern and dip into the trustees. All of us are a part owner of every fucking piece of land and country that you're born. This is why new immigrants that immigrate here have to apply for citizenship. This is why it takes usually a decade to be a full citizen in Canada or USA, right? It doesn't matter if you work and you get a temporary working visa. You could work here for 20 years, but you're not a citizenship. You know what I mean? That's why you have to be a citizenship to be part of the country, which is a corporation, which you are an employee to the corporation, which you are able to get benefits like healthcare in Canada, you know, baby bonus checks, you know what I mean? Tax write-offs, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? That's how the system works. It's a contract system. Okay, just like when you go work for a corporation, you send an application in, they accept the application, now you're an employer to that corporation. Well, you're no different. You're a debt entity. That's why you're a corporation. That's why all your capital letters on your birth certificate are in capital letters. Look at your driver's license. Only the first letter is capital letter. The rest are lowercase letters. When you have a first letter capital, lowercase letters, that's a name. When they're all capital letters, it's a corporation. You said, look, you, I'm not making this shit up. I'm 46. No, it's not a corporation. It's a legal, a legal. No, it's, it's a corporation. It's a corporation. That's why it's called a debt entity. A corp means a dead person without a soul. That's what we call the word corporation. What's a corp? A person with no soul. So therefore, they use that to print. Let me finish. Let me just finish. This is why you have no rights when you stand into a courtroom. Because you've given up all your sovereign rights before you even entered a courthouse. Did you guys know this? Go ahead, I'm done. Yeah, there's, there's a saying. There's a saying that um, he who ha you has represents himself has a client for a fool. Well, this is why it's called a corp. There's no entity. Yeah. This is where you have to have hire a representative, an attorney. The attorney is your mouth. You're dead. What you can't speak and represent yourself yeah, in the courthouse. That's why it needs to be groomed. Do you understand? This shit goes deep. First of all, try to I stay to out. Of, try to stay out of any courthouse as possible because once you go in there, you've lost your rights. Even if you're not guilty, you've given them up. So it's very yeah, tricky. Um, can, can, can I just jump in here for a second? Yeah, brother, go um, ahead. Go ahead. The name game. The name game is a very difficult thing to comprehend. Um, and to know how to function, okay? So uh, the way the name game comes down is it all comes down to subrogation. That's the key word here. It's S-U-B-R-O-G-A-I-O-N, subrogation. And it stands for the substitution for one thing for another. The substitution of one thing for another, okay? So... When you look at the straw man, the all caps name, okay, this name is what's considered a legal fiction, okay? So this legal fiction gets interpreted and it's interpreted to um, 
your straw man or an entity. So the straw man is the legal side. The entity is the equity side. Okay. So when you create a business, these business name is always in caps for a reason. There's a legal term for it. Uh, capus, capus dominius or something like that. Capitus diminutio, media diminutio. Yeah, see, see how that guy knows? So um, that's where that falls in. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's still a given name. That means there was another entity, more than likely the governing body that governs whatever community, whatever society, whatever legal uh, uh, thing it is, that's the governing body that gave you this name. So the key to the name game is owning the name. Okay, so the way you own the name is only through authenticating your birth certificate. Okay, so if you want to see that at law, it's Minnesota Rule 220. Okay, that will tell you how to authenticate. Well, that'll give you the verbiage of the affidavit that needs to uh, be attached to the birth certificate for you to claim the name. Depending on how or what process you take, you are either going to get an apostle or you're going to get an authentication of said document. If you get an apostle, it makes no difference. It's a legal entity. You have no ownership of it. If you authenticate it, you will receive a document from the state stating that now that birth certificate is now the original document or it holds the same exact power as the original document. And now... Yeah, you, you, need, you need to get it notarized. Over. Once you get it notarized, you're in gold. You're fucking gold. All right, so once you actually own this legal fiction, you just created a trademark. So once you understand how to function with a trademark, no court can put your name on their ticket without paying you a licensing fee. But unless you know how to do this, it doesn't make a difference. Like you guys can just be thinking of, of, of Rompable um, because it, it's all gibberish. Can so I stop you one second? Come, I love this fucking uh, guy. Where the fuck have you been, But I've been talking to myself for five months here and people thought I was crazy. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Yeah. That's because I'm, I'm giving it to them where they can read it at law. That's why the attorney ain't acting silly. When you come in here and start screaming and shit, you know, the lawyer's like, dude, you're a criminal like the rest of them. Here, pay me my fee, motherfucker. Pay me my fee. You, you need representation. That's what they think. Yes, yes, you, you, yes, you do. You do. You know, you need it because there's so many factors out there that can. Actually, that's so the problem. You you stick out like a you stick out uh, from if the court is issuing you uh, a license. You you stick out from the rest. They're going to treat your case differently in, in every every aspect. Well, of they're going to treat they're going to treat you by your education. Okay, now that doesn't mean Bingo. going to law school. It doesn't mean going to law school or. Well, what university of, of caliber you went to, it's going to come down to how much research you've done 
and your due diligence. So at the end of the day, the courts are there for us and us only. So if we know how to function and use the courts for our benefit, because this is what they're there for, people, they're there for our benefit. But if we don't understand the benefit, guess what? There is no benefit and we should not be using the court, nor should we even be having these kinds of conversations or putting ourselves in these in that situation, jurisdiction, what, whatever the case may be. So at the end of the day, if you believe you're a driver, you're a driver. If you believe you're a traveler, you're a traveler. But in society, you better know the difference between a driver and a traveler. So you now can say, hey, look, I'm legally a driver or I'm lawfully a, tra- uh, a traveler. And if you know how to do this, it becomes simple. You don't need documentation. You don't need none of this shit. Yeah, the documentation are for commerce. Well, everything is done through documentation because at the no, end I'm of the saying, day, no, I'm, I'm talking about traveling, driving your car on the road. I'm talking about the roads yeah, were made for commerce. They were not made for us to travel. That's why you have to get a sticker for your car. It doesn't matter if you bought a Lamborghini, a BMW, because the roads are not yours. They're made for the monarchy for commerce to import, export our services and goods in needs. And it's a privilege to be driving your vehicle on her oh, street. No, that's little, listen, that's out there, dude. That, that's that's out not out there. It's so, fact. That's why yeah, you don't, no, you don't pay a sticker. A cop gives you a ticket. And no, bro, I'll teach you shit, bro. Listen, this is, I know you this know your why, stuff. I'll teach you shit that you attorneys, don't know. This is why attorneys are always going to shut you down and no one's going to listen. Because the bottom line is... I've won every court case for the last 18 years. I even won a tax federal case that they tried to put me in jail for five years. I made millions last month. Bro, how do you think I know my shit? I practiced it. Look, listen, I'm, I'm with you. I, I sued New York State and I asked them to prove where New York State was located because they didn't even know where New York State was located, meaning none of their policies actually applied to me because they can't even prove that I'm in New York State. So they dude, I get it. I, you're I not, get you're it, not but, get it. You're not the only guy that can do it. This shit's dangerous. Day, These guys will fucking fuck themselves. That's why even if we preach here for five day, hours, they'll fucking shoot themselves in the foot. At the end of the day, your demeanor is always going to, 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 to reflect how people are going to react to you. Because anyone can go and watch a YouTube video, walk into a courtroom talking about jurisdiction, talking about this, talking about that. But when they get tested, when they get tested and they start screaming and yelling and ramping and raging about the Constitution and the laws and this and that, well, guess what? You're going to have one of these uh, deputies come over. They're going to lock your ass up. They're going to smack you in the mouth. They're going to pistol whip you. They're going to throw you in the back. And they're going to say, no problem. Since you think you're fucking a lawyer, we're going to treat you like one. And now you're going to get penalized like one. And that's that. All because everybody was acting silly. Right? So at the end of the day, the best thing to do is produce the law. That's why when you know what? You want to talk about the birth certificate? Well, you can find that in Minnesota Rule 220. You want to talk about the United States? Well, you can find that in the UCC, and you can define that there. You want to talk about promissory notes, and then you know what? You can define that at the UCC 7. You want to talk about IOUs, and you want to talk about these? Well, there's a place where you can find it. Now, if you can find it and present it, now that is you presenting law. That means 
all opinions are now null and void. So now there needs to be a rebuttal. So the only way you're going to rebut this is with another law, and you can't rebut law with law because it doesn't exist. So when we are all having conversations and discussions, you know what? It's all hypothetical. The second we bring a definition into this shit, guess what? You throw a monkey wrench in the hypothetical, and now it becomes fact. So when, we, when you're dealing with government agents and you're dealing with lawyers and you're dealing with these third parties, you're not dealing in fact, you're dealing in policy, you're dealing in something that you're not a part of. So make sure you can define whatever it is you're expressing and make sure you have a document that has been notarized that you can put forth so you don't have to speak. It's just that simple. And the number one document for you to do this is called a service agreement or a true bill. So make sure that you have a bill in your pocket at any time to hand over to the police department, to hand over to these attorneys, to these judges, and all that. Because once you hand them over a true bill, there's a true contract, and now there's a true legal concept and process and procedure that you can do that will benefit you, the private lawful individual. Because as long as you're acting underneath whatever corporation or whatever the case is, you are governed. You are registered. There is something there that you gave away your actual unalienable rights. So at the end of the day, all that shit don't make a difference. Unless you know how to stand in court and unless you can grow a pair of nuts, you're going to get fucked. Why do you think they keep selling? Uh, why do you think the law keep using this grammar terminology? Do you understand? Like even grammar, like the laws is all about grammar as well. Yeah, but you're no, not using no, the no, proper no, grammar. Yeah, you know, don't go yeah, there. It's too deep. I agree with you. Done. No, guys, it's, it's too much. No, no, no. If you're gonna take it into grammar, you have to understand something. If we're gonna take it into grammar, that means we're gonna have to define the language. If we're it's talking. If we're talking legal language, now we only can talk about legalese. If we're talking about the English language, are we talking about the king's language? Or are we talking about the queen's language? Okay, okay. Hey, beautiful. Day, Break it down for these you, guys because they're probably confused. You said a beautiful. This is where I wanted you to go. You have hey, to define. Hey, guys, wait. Before we move on, can I ask a question, please? Yes, we would like some brownies. Everybody man, yes, they are. <laughs> so all right. My family's surname goes back to at least the Middle Ages in England, medieval times. We have a shield, we have a coat of arms, is still in existence for my family to this day. Um, the men went to, from England to Ireland, married Irish women. Um, my, one of my great-greats came to North Carolina before it was a country, um, and that was 17, like 51, bringing our name, our coat of arms, and everything with him. So, hey, I, Suzanne, hold on one second. Um, yeah. do, you, do you know anything about five-hour Indians? About what? Do you, have you ever heard the term $5 Indian? No. Okay, continue. Okay. So, <laughs> then, then just, yeah, yeah, no, I haven't. To make, to complicate my, you know, matters just a little bit, this could be second question. 
Um, I was born in Spain to my mother and father. Dad was in the military. Setting up a naval base did not exist yet. Um, and I have my birth certificate that I'm looking at. It's called a Certification in Extracto de Acta de Nascimento. And it doesn't uh, say what are those things you were saying, you know, given name and all. It doesn't have any of that on there. It's an original, has all the, um, not yeah, notably. You're, you're, you're not looking at a birth certificate. You're looking at a live live record. You're looking Correct. at a certificate of live birth. So that's right. See. You look at the birth record. That's the title you just read. If you read it again. Yeah. Right. So that's basically a living record that came out of the hospital or whatever institution produced that. Now you would take that to the government and they would produce a certificate of birth um, from that document. Now I do have a document that I got. At the same time, when we came back to America, report of came from the Department of State, report of birth, child born abroad of American parent or parents, and so right. That's that's for national. That's for nationalization. That's for my. I picked or they picked America as my country. Actually, I had dual citizenship for a little they, while. They does it say America or United States? It says, uh, Department of State Foreign Service of the United States of America. Okay. Okay. So, um, my question is, who owns my name, my surname, and our coat of arms? <laughs> okay. Well, that all depends on your actual lineage. Okay. So, right. de depending on what right you want to take, okay? Because now you're, you're in international waters, okay? So you can claim Scottish right, you can claim English right, you can claim Spanish right, you can claim United States of America right, okay? You can claim these all individually or you can claim them all. Okay, okay. Now, now we have to go back and understand. Or the reason I asked you if you knew the term $5 Indian, because when you said North Carolina, I wanted to know if you were part of the slave trade and how many slaves you owned. <laughs> you, should, <laughs> you, you should Google, you should Google five hour Indian. Okay. And what a five hour Indian is, is I should Google what? $5 Indian. Okay. Now what a $5 Indian is, is back in these 15 and 1600s, when the Anglo-Saxon were coming over into the States and colonizing this like they did in Africa, um, a lot of these, uh, uh, if anyone's African-American, you should also do this research, um, a lot of these like slave ships that came over, they, they really weren't filled with that many Africans. So a lot of the slaves that were in the North American continent were basically indigenous to the North American continent or they already came over here previously from other ships, not these slave ships. So $5 Indian, the term stands for these Native Americans who would sell their children into slavery for five U.S. dollars, calling them $5 Indians. Okay, so now when the English and the Scottish uh, came over here, they would actually enslave the Irish. 
because the Irish were the ones who were really enslaved in this country. You should go look into this history, right? So when you're telling me about your descent and your lineage coming out of this, the only thing I can go back to is saying that you're of Masonic uh, uh, dominion, and that's who owns the your name, your surname and all of that, because more than likely you have a family crest, meaning you have a family flag, meaning now you fit into the law of flags, Google the law of flags, and that is where you will find your lineage and your name and ownership to those rights. Yes, she dipped. You're not getting any brownies, bro. Now, we have a lawyer in here. Um, how about he give us his legal opinion on that? We're all fucked. Next question. Oh, FOMO, you're a fucking prick, dude. <laughs> Yo, MC, where you at, man? You in the city? What part yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Downtown Manhattan. Downtown? FOMO, that was really? fucking hilarious. Next question. Yeah, FOMO. FOMO, see, FOMO, listen, FOMO, you can learn a lot. Because he just said what every attorney does. I plead the fifth. Next question. <laughs> it depends. It's actually refreshing. Yeah. Um, Suzanne, I, I would look on at your... No, yeah, she's out. She's been. No, out, she's bro. here. Um, <laughs> no, if she's you, if oh, you, uh, yeah, she's here, dude. She's a listener. She can hear. Yeah, but but all that is. Uh, but I would. Uh, I'm a lawyer too, so um, all that is just. Uh, oh, TJ, you can you're say. A can you prove it? Can you can you prove? Yeah, can you prove that? Can you prove that language? Can I can't prove it. It's not mine. Yes, but can she prove it so that she can... Well, that it? would be her due diligence and, and her research. That's what I wanted yes. to ask her. I wanted to ask she her might have she goes back. She might have a Mayflower card. There's people that have a certification that they came through on the Mayflower or some shit like that. Yo, there's a lot of shit with these fucking boats, dude, going back to, like, the 1500s uh, and the 1600s. Um, with these like uh, these so-called slave ships and what kind of people they were actually bringing here, yeah, like it's fucked up. And it's when you look up. at it, I, I think the worst the worst group of people were the Irish. Like they're the ones that got fucking it the worst. But quick quick note is Irish doesn't necessarily mean uh, Caucasian, FYI. No, I mean Irish as from that uh, general area, like that geographic area from. From that time, you know, the the British Isle, so the British eel, so to speak. A lot of them were actually melanated as well. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look, most people on every continent were melanated. You know, white people like the so-called Europeans were were the the youngest generation. But that all comes from fucking inbreeding. So you can see that's the same thing that we're doing today. Like, there's no fucking, there's no culture. Like, where's the culture? Alabama. Where's the Portuguese? Where are the Spanish? Where are the French? Where are the Italians? Where are the Greeks? Where are all these people? So Everyone's mixed. fucking inbred. It's all mixed. They all, you know what? Like, everyone in Greece, like all the kids in Greece, they all left Greece because there's no money there. So they all went to Italy and Turkey yep. and all these places to make money. And then they go over there and they exactly. start families and kids and this and that. And you know what? 
30 years down the road, there's no more culture. Like, you just depleted the whole country of its culture. And that's how you mean, and, and you're speaking about Canada and America, how it was created. So, bingo. And, and we don't like the Greeks. We don't like the, the Greeks. Now you know, <laughs> see, people don't even know that's how, and that's how we created Canada America. That's why I called every American Canadian a bastard child. Listen, you bastard child. Don't tell me there's another Greek in this room. Fuck it, we're, we're all Greeks. When you're bending, you know why you're all Greek? Because when you're bending over, the government's fucking you up your ass. You're Greek and you don't even know it. I'm not a fucking Malacca, yo. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit on that. <laughs> it ain't Malacca. Bro, you know what? You're very knowledgeable. It's, it's amazing to hear. But like I said, this knowledge is dangerous too. It can backfire. He's right. Be very careful, yo. Yeah, but the drones, the robot dogs with guns on them, they don't speak this language. They just, they just fire, bro. Well, listen, FOMO, when they come to our door, it's your fault because but you're listen, a lawyer. You and and you no, no, no jokes aside, people yeah, have gone to jail. Bro, bro, no, no, all jokes aside, I told yeah, you, Johnny Liberty got I've exiled out of America. People have gone I've to jail gone for to jail. 25 years just to teach you what me and him are talking about. This I, is not I, a joke. I've gone to jail. I've gone to jail. I've been locked up, and I've done time because of everything I'm speaking to you. And because of what I know, I'm able to understand the court system and use the court system for my benefit. And that's what you people have to understand. So the saying still stands. Incompetence of the law is no excuse. So don't make sure your opinions, when you form these opinions, that they're based on facts and they're based on true law. Because if you have an opinion based on opinion based on opinion, you will go to jail. Yeah. Preach. Don't drop the soap if you go to jail. That's what I'm saying. Get, get, get an attorney. And don't, don't, um, don't look for, okay. It's not about the money. It's about the TJ, yesterday's about money. Get get an on on honest honest The problem the problem TJ problem is that is that courts and legal system is often a war of attrition. You now understand this. You get buried with boxes of discovery. If you even get to discovery, you you have. I'll tell you real world experiences. You'll have attorneys, plaintiffs' attorneys, or whatever. Um, they won't show up to meetings, and you're sending your lawyer to the conferences. They're not even there. Guess what? That attorney's going to get another another crack at the apple, another ten cracks at the apples. Meanwhile, you're getting charged three hours, four hours for the guy to just go there and then come back, and then and then. Uh, if they have to file a note of issue, they don't file a note of issue. They get an excuse. That's that's all billable hours that you're being charged while the other person is dallying. They'll squeeze you financially. They always win. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When you get a retainer, listen. Uh, uh, T- 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 stand back. Right hold on. Number one. I want to hear what he's saying. Wait, hold on. first, I want to hear his response. I will let him explain. But we need definition. We need to understand what a retainer is. All right. So if you guys want to define a retainer and tell us exactly what a retainer is, and then we can have a better conversation. If you guys don't want to define a retainer, I will define a retainer, and then we can have a better conversation. Because at the end of the day, a retainer is a donation. 
okay? That means an attorney can take a retainer from any of us and then tell us to go fuck ourselves and they can keep that retainer, okay? So the retainer is just a donation because attorneys get paid by the court. They get paid by the municipality. They get paid by the bar. So all the money that you give them... Where are you getting this from, man? Where where are you getting this from? Where are you getting paid, sir? Which I'm not getting paid from the fucking bar. I don't even go to court, man. Okay, so that means you're a different attorney, okay? But your court attorneys, they're getting paid by the court, meaning they're getting paid by the bar. How are that they means, paid by the bar? No, he's right. In court, you're getting paid. He's right. Listen, you're getting paid by taxpayers' dollars, dude. Isn't it being paid by the other side and then a contingency on that, on that money? No, not at all. You, you're telling me... Um, no, it's you're, not. You're... Your your little secret meetings, uh, it's representation. It's the right of Correct. Here in Toronto, we have the same thing. It's it's paid by the taxpayer, and if you can't afford an attorney, the courts pay Wait, hold for on you. A second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's break down the financial side of the court, right? So which court? For, for any court. So for there to be a court there needs to be a bond created, right? There needs to be an equitable bond created. So at the end of the day, there's some money there for someone to get paid, correct? Um, there needs to be funds for the, for the, for the... Okay, so let me give you an example. I'm driving a car. Joking. I get pulled over. I get a summons. I get a ticket. The second I get that ticket and that summons is produced, the actual uh, attorney general through the DA, creates a court bond, meaning now there's equity there, right? So that court bond just got pulled out of thin air, right? Meaning that my name, my straw man, my corporate entity right now has a actual um, an account with the government, right? It has an account with the treasury. So when this bond gets created, when this bond gets created, now it becomes negotiation time with the Federal Reserve and the Treasury. So if you want, I can show you where you can actually go look up all these bonds that get produced in every single court. So if you don't know how the courts produce and function with bonds, we're having a wrong conversation. So you're just saying like a municipality, right? Like they need to raise money so they yep. sell bonds. They don't sell bonds. They produce them first. They create them and first. All all these bonds, well, producing or creating. So basically, I get pulled over. I get pulled over. The second the summons is produced, there is a bond produced. Now, the information on this bond, there's really nothing there. There's nothing there until the court case is over. The second the court case is over, now the judge can sign off on this bond. It's the same thing that goes with these warrants, right? Every warrant, excuse me, 99% of warrants that get submitted, they're not signed by a judge. The reason they're not signed by a judge is because every warrant that gets produced has to have equity, uh, like an insurance plan to it, which is a bond, right? If that warrant is produced without that bond, there's no security in it, meaning when the cops come to my house and bust up my shit, who's going to pay for that, right? So that's where these bonds come and take effect. Now, if we as individuals, most people don't know actually how to actually go look up these bonds, right? Now, we can look up your social security number. Go to your social security card. Turn it around. Look at the back. There's a QCIP number. Look look on your birth certificate. There's a QCIP number. Another bond. Look at all these documents. 
that they're all bonds. This is all created. I love this. Fu- He's right. Remember, from I told you about their bonds. Q-sip? Every stock has a QCIP. You can look up the stock's QCIP. Okay. That you own on the so now, so now, that. so check this out. FOMO. You you like computers, right? So go to this I, website. I love them. I'm a geek. I know. I know. I know. Beautiful. Go to this website. <laughs> G GM stay away from porn. Listen, G M E I G M G M E I utility. I can't, I can't. Oh, come on, dude. Paul, at least mute the fucking phone, dude. Come. This fucking guy's taking a shit, honey, on the phone. Oh my god. He's just fucking with you, bro. He just doesn't want to go on the computer and do the search for you, bro. (laughs) I know. He he doesn't want to get jammed up right now. Come on, FOMO. Let me Yo, show you. Let me show you where all your bonds are. You want me to tell you? Yeah, where, th- where th- listen, listen. This stuff is amazing. Like, I, like they don't know it. It's, it's it's amazing. Continue. Yeah, I'm sorry, honey, if I'm yelling. I I get excited, you know. How, bro? How old are you? I'm like, I, you must be. Are you my age? I'm 46. How old is you? Let me ask. Are you older than me? No, I'm I'm 23. A fucking bastard! You're very knowledgeable. No, no, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, Yo, playing. You playing? I'm, I'm like, there's no way a 23 year old can know this shit. That's what I was thinking. No, I'm my my roots. My roots. My direct descendants are from Portugal, and oh. then my lineage either is South American or African. Oh no way, bro. Bravo, but you're very I mean, knowledgeable. Bro, what did, you, like, what did you do growing up? Were you an entrepreneur? No, I sold pot, dude. Canadian bud, to be exact. So did I. By the truckload. I, By the truckload. That BCs, those XOs, those triple dots, dude, all day with me, kid. All day, we did the same day. shit. There. We used to bring containers day, of beer, containers. The same with us, dude. We were fucking same all day. Hockey, We're from the I same block. I, I used to carry three, four hockey bags over into fucking uh, <laughs> Vermont and New Hampshire, dude. Just fucking all, all throughout the nineties. Is that why you do the tax per queue? Is that why? Wait, what? You, is that why you used to do the tax per queue so you don't have to go in anywhere? And... No, the the tax per queue actually came out because uh, um, I started mailing out a ton of uh, legal documents. Um, <laughs> so. So what I would do is I would always do it through registered mail and literally like fucking a document with three pages would cost me 30 US every yeah. time I sent out these documents. It kind of got expensive. So I was like, yo, there's got to be, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. <laughs> so, um, so I, these, uh, these more, these guys that do like Moorish, uh, Moorish laws and processes and stuff like that, they were just like, well, why don't you go to the source of all mail? And I'm like, well, what's the source of all mail? And they were like, well, go look up the UPU. So now the UPU, which is the unified, um, the Universal Postal Union, they're the ones that govern all mail, meaning they're the ones that govern contracts, meaning that is the only international court. So they govern all policies everywhere. So through all of their policies, I can jam even you up. Send me a letter in the mail. And make sure it doesn't fit into what's called the four corner rule. So F O U R corner rule. Go look up the core four corner rule and learn how to produce your documents. Because the second you send me a document that is uh, not proper, you're soliciting me something, and I will jam you up just through mail fraud, mail solicitation, and using the mail for uh, 
um, fraudulent purposes. And, and parking fines is another scam, but I don't want to get into that. Tom, get into that. Parking fines yeah, are the biggest fines. scam, guys, and you can actually fight those court tickets. They don't want you to go to trial because it costs more money to pay for a judge and a crown attorney. So they will negotiate every type of parking ticket. Do you guys understand me? It's not worth it for them to go to court for $40, 50 bucks, when lawyers and attorneys and judges cost thousands of dollars for the day. Do you guys get me? But nobody fights their tickets, their little stupid tickets. They're scared. I'll pay it. Or they ignore it and throw it in the fucking glove box and that interest fucking yeah, but increased penalty costs. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say? I do it all the time, bro. I never, oh, I I never pay. I've never paid the full amount of any fucking fine in my fucking life. Ever. Yeah, that's fine. But at the end of the day, for you to go file in the Supreme Court, you're spending $400. Yeah, and they, and they don't want to spend that either, brother. This is what I'm teaching you. They don't want to spend that money because it's well, going to cost them. And I'm going to make the taxpayer and then pay the yeah, same fucking shit, yeah. if not more. Why, why wouldn't you just pay a $100 parking ticket? Why would I want to pay 100 and when I could get that? Bro, I've done it 100 times because they don't want to pay $3,000. I just told you. So that $100, now I pay $10. I've been doing it for fucking 30 years, bro. I didn't just wake up yesterday. I told you. I know. Yeah, I know. I but, know what the fuck I'm doing. That's why when people like me walk in, they shut the fuck up. And they listen to me, and we sit down. I don't even talk the way I'm talking like you. The way I'm talking like you, because you're pissing me off because you think you know everything, bro. No, I do. Not. Trust me, I know my shit. Because and if you I, said right now, and if you said right now, you know everything already. That tells me who you are. No, I, I, you know why I know everything? Because at the end of the day, I, I know nothing. No, 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 no. So, <laughs> so let's let's just keep this legal, right? So we we don't keep it. Okay, I agree with so you. Like that, I agree. So with no you. one gets offended, right? So my, my legal concept is what's best for me is best for everyone else because I bring myself as source. So when I talk about jurisdiction, my jurisdiction doesn't pass my arm's length, right? So everything inside my jurisdiction belongs to me, meaning guess what? Yes. What's best for me is best for everyone else. So when I step up in a courtroom, I now can say, hey, look, my jurisdiction doesn't pass my arm's length. How, are, how is your jurisdiction entering into my jurisdiction and where is said contract? That's right. So you can actually charge them as well. The way well, they're charging that's, us. That's another I don't document. want to get into it. That's another document. That's a service and, 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 or a bill. And, and, but they don't know how to submit it to the courts to make it a yeah, valid fucking bill. Right, the way the same thing they charge us and they cost give us tickets. You could do the same thing to the government and to the courts. The same thing, but people don't know how to do it. Nobody gives us anything. We accept it. That's what I'm saying. And you could give a bill of a payment, a bill like a ticket. The way they give you a ticket for parking in a wheelchair spot. Like, like got so many wheelchair tickets. What, what, bro. I, what, and, I and, what I don't understand is this, right? Okay, um, have fun dealing, dealing with the attorney right. general. Oh, the attorney general, man, I'll bring his ass up, right? I, I, matter of fact, every time I get a parking ticket, every time I get a speeding ticket, you know who's named on my speeding ticket? The attorney and general. Do you pay, right? And, and do, you, do you pay the full amount every time you get a ticket? I'm asking I, you. Because if you do, you're a retard. I don't pay anything. That's what I'm saying. You're not, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're paying, you're a retard. But, but hold on a second. <laughs> The reason I don't pay anything is because I keep it legal, right? So in law, 
in law, all contracts, all contracts, people, listen to me. You can look it up. This is not legal advice. But there's a 72-hour clause, okay? You can find that inside the UCC. So every contract that gets created has a 72-hour time frame for anyone to pull out of said contract without being penalized. After the 72 hours, those contracts are in full effect, and whatever happens That's outside right. that contract is Correct. breach of contract. Okay. Even so a buyer's, even with officer, anything you purchase, Tom, even, Tom, even a car. Finish, Tom. Tom, let me you don't let nobody talk. talk. You've been talking right? for nine hours, bro. I know, but the information you give them is a little fucking cockeyed. So now I'm giving it's them proper cockeyed. information. It's not You're giving proper so information, but at the same time, cockeyed. I'm guiding you. I'm like the fucking windsail. Yeah, you, you, know? you don't need to guide me, dude. I With, without me, you're going to smash into the fucking rocks, bro. Tom, 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 <laughs> just enjoy the ride tonight, okay? Take a break. <laughs> so, well, Tom, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. So now... You have a 72-hour clause. So when you get pulled over and they give you a summons, this writ of execution, you literally, you turn that thing on a 45-degree angle and you say, I do not consent, no contract exists, and please provide me with any contract that exists that makes me legally responsible. And you send that right over to them and they will not bother you again. It's just that simple. You don't have to go through all the crazy shit. If they do send you a letter, if let's say they send you a letter and they say, we don't recognize this, what you do is you take that, you take their letter, and you send it to the United States Treasury, and you let them deal with it. Because the United States Treasury will send that over to the IRS, and the IRS will find out that these courts are not paying taxes on that money because there's a whole bunch of now tickets that have been issued, and now the question comes up to hand is who's paying the taxes on this? Is it you or is it the courts? So when you do it this way, guess what? The courts will learn not to ever send you back any other documents. Also, if there is no verified contract, meaning no contract exists, the courts have just solicited you through the mail. So now you can use the mail and all US 18 codes to jam them up. So... Tom, you want to continue? No, you said it perfect. Oh, thank you. FOMO, you want you want to you want to throw in your legal rebuttal? Hey, can, can I ask you a question? You don't mind. Do you think all that marijuana did something to you? Because <laughs> I'm telling you, like this, I, I think it did something to me. I'm, <laughs> I'm being honest with you, bro. Oh, fuck. If I didn't smoke weed, I'd be just like yeah, you. Yeah, don't smoke weed. Don't, I'd be fucking banging off these walls, going left and right, ready to kill them. So I smoke the weed. I smoke the weed yeah. so I can deal with people like FOMO. These legal agents. These legal motherfuckers just, that are upholding the monarchy wanna, system. Who just bro. want to trespass and molest us, dude. Bro, do you even Yep. lost you. My battery ran out. The fucker just... It's so typical, isn't it? The battery runs down when you need it most. Susanna, what kind of all... microphone are you using? Like, your microphone's stronger than my mic. I'm supposed oh. to have the strongest mic, not you. Yeah, you uh, gotta upgrade. iPhone 13 Max. Um, Pro Max. Extra lights, extra everything. Ready? The brownies are ready, guys. Who wants one? Wait, or two on. or three. Where, where hey, bro. You, what was the only member? Brother, you live in the States? I forgot where you live, or Canada. 
You, brother. I'm in New York, bro. Okay, let me ask you a question. Remember that Jewish guy? Let me ask you a question. You know who I'm talking about. Do you remember that Jewish guy in New York? I forgot his name. He wasn't. He didn't pay taxes for 30 years that legally. One, that one guy? What, what was his name, brother? That old Jewish man. Mark. Real estate. Mark. I know a ton of Jews. Tom, that 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 no, but this guy, this guy was teaching how we're not supposed to pay income taxes legally. And he went, he got thrown in jail for 30 years by the fed, from the New York government. There's a, uh, there's a guy where I really got all my tax knowledge from was listening uh, to a guy. Uh, you may find him on YouTube. His name is Rob Ryder. Uh, it's R O B B three B's and then Ryder with an uh, Y. Um, he actually breaks down IRS publications and IRS code. Like he'll sit there for hours just reading that shit. Um, and, and just keeping like a discord, like a dialogue going. Um, but he's actually getting all his information from IRS publications, breaking them down, breaking down these forms. Um, I don't, haven't looked on YouTube for him for a while, but, um, he, he has a section called claim the name and that all comes claim back. The name? Yeah. Claim the name. And that comes back to claiming the name through the IRS and creating trademarks and, uh, being able to monetize, um, all of these, uh, all of these documents that get submitted to you through solicitation. It's fucking pretty cool. So, My man knows his shit. Did you explain to these guys about old laws and new laws and statutes and all that shit, how the old laws are still governing us today? That you can, that's why if you look in the, uh, the law of income tax act, there is no law stating about you paying income tax by law. Did you know well, income is a legal term. And once you understand Tell these guys, I knew, I know, you know, this shit. Uh, can you break right. it down? So in, you can find this in the publication 950. It's the gift and estate tax publication. And in there, it explains what income is. And the truth is, I would say 99% of you have never made income. It's all been a gift. It's all been part of an estate. It's all been either uh, some type of uh, handout or donation or something like that. A gift is taxable too. A gift is also taxable. All right, look, dude. Um, when if you it's want over to, a certain amount in the United States. Listen. Yeah, but listen, any, he's talking about something. He's talking about different. Listen. If any of you want to read the 950 publication and we can have a discussion on it, please do so. But until you read that 950, I'm telling you right now, those Federal Reserve notes that you believe that you're making, that income you believe you're making, and all those taxations that you believe you're being taxed on is all voluntary. You're volunteering all this shit because that, of your That's why, Bingo, I love you, right. buddy. You're fucking all your shit. So the bottom... I would, I would say, line, I would say, bottom line, I would say, I would say, I don't, um, I don't, I don't care what you say, dude. I don't, I don't care what you say. Don't, don't, right, no, let's, now, be let's, let's be respectable. Let's be respectable. The American no, dollar. American attorney. Let yeah, American dollar. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The American dollar. The American dollar. The American dollar. Excuse me. You can ask a question. Let him finish. The American dollar. The American dollar states on its note that this is legal tender and this is for all debts. Public and private, okay? You will never find the word credit on that bill, meaning debt, negative. So that dollar bill is a negative, negative, it, negative, negative note. It's a debt. Meaning That's right. It it's has a, no value. It has no value. 
And the only place that 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 note will ever be is it will remain in debt from the beginning of its creation to its end. It is that's that's a promissory note. It's it's a promissory note. It's not a promissory note. It's not a yeah, if you look note. if you look at the Canadian dollar, it's Tom, actually has a signature. Tom, it's a promissory note. Tom, it's a credit note. So not promissory. It's a credit it's note. Not, Sorry, it's not. It's not credit. It's definitely not credit. Okay. So listen and listen close. Okay. What it is? What it is? It says right on the note. It says this note is legal tender. Look up the word tender. The word tender is a means of exchange. Simple. Okay, don't like take a check. Away- like, like a ch- like a check. You mean no? A check is something completely different. A means of exchange could be a Snickers bar, could be a piece of shit. Oh, okay, okay, be- I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm a little okay. confused, man. It's not promising. No, it's, it is confusing. It is sorry, confusing. Sorry, sorry. Ask the question. Wrong. Ask the question. So, like that, we can help you with this confusion. Oh. Man, I was saying, Thomas, you said this is a promising. Yeah, so, so this is what kind of note is it? Okay, look. When look. I mean, when, hold on, one second. When I mean by, by like a check, and there's no gold backing. Promissory. Okay, promissory note is is is, uh, is an IOU. Let me yeah, it's an IOU. It's an IOU. Okay, let me explain. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. So if I if I, if I, if you give me something and um, there is a performance in the contract, so um, I owe you money. So I'll pay at a later date. So I'll give you a document where you sign and. Where it has my signature and it affirms that I I have a debt that I need. Yeah, but if you're basing that off Federal Reserve notes, it's null and void because it's a debt instrument and you create debt. Yeah, that's what I mean. So listen, Tom, Uh, please just stop, Tom, for a second. Because every time you use the word promissory note, you're using the word the wrong term and you're confusing a lot of people. Right, you're right. But what I'm trying to use is when they remove, hold on. The Federal Reserve used to use notes, though. To preserve okay, the gold, they don't and they would use anything. Stop that! Stop! I will give them so, the information yes. so they can look it up, so you don't confuse them. Okay? So let me do that, please. Okay. So now we need to start with a term. The term is lawful money. People, go look up the word lawful money. The definition of lawful money is any currency issued by the mint. In this case, any ish, any currency issued by the United States Treasury. Okay, if you go to the treasury, they only offer you gold, silver, precious metals, coinage, and bullion. Okay, now when you go look up the word money and you come to a realization and a definition of money, we are talking about a standard, we are talking about a measurement, we are talking about either gold or silver. Get that shit straight. So if we are not talking about gold or silver or referencing gold or silver, it is not money. Okay, it is some form of exchange, a way of bartering. Okay, but it was. He's on fire. He's on fire. Don't talk about it. Was, it was yeah, money when it was backed by TJ. Stop interrupting. It was legitimate Listen, money when TJ, it was TJ, by if you want to interrupt, bring some facts because I'm giving you facts. I'm giving it to you in law, I'm giving it to you in legislation. I told you to go look up the Coinage Act of 1792. Now we have a reference and we have a definition. If you wanna rebut that, rebut it with a paper, a document, a code, something. If not, please keep your legal mouth shut. And that's not to disrespect you, that's not to disrespect you, that's to put you in your place. Understand your title, (laughs) Understand your title, understand your status. 
Because right who now, has, who has? Okay, 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 okay. You said um, back it up with, with evidence. Okay. I was stating that. I was stating that the old. Okay, the, the the difference in currency right now. If you have the old notes, the old notes were backed by gold. That was still real money, legitimate money. Okay, but since uh, the promise, the yeah. When we talk about notes, when we talk about notes, we're gonna hold on one second. That's a yeah, that's a lamb. Listen, I want I want yeah. pepperoni on my pizza, okay? Mushrooms too, green peppers. Okay. Listen, listen, well done. When we talk about no, I gotta put some headphones in. Hold on. Thank you, Enfi. Yo, Chad, you good? Chad, I don't yeah, think you want this Chad? conversation. Chad, you read too many okay. textbooks. Come back after. Look, so, so here, check this out. So when we talk about <laughs> you wish, Tony, about- boy. <laughs> All right, look, when we talk about money and we talk about these notes, right, you can actually look at these notes that were produced before 1933, okay? And what you will see on these notes, it says, it says, instead of this note being legal tender, yo, thanks, brother. Yo, have a good night, man. Everything good? All right, man. Have a good night. So if you he sounds like Benji. Notes, Does he not sound like Benji? If you look at the notes produced prior to 1933, oh, I see what and when you look at these silver certificates and you look at these red notes and all that, it says payable to the bearer, payable to the bearer of said note, meaning you could go mm-hmm. to the bank and you can actually exchange that for silver. In 1933, they stopped all that shit where you can't go get silver because the banks don't hold it. Okay. So now when we talk about these notes here, when we talk about hold on, hold on, Austin, why are you laughing? He's telling the truth. <laughs> okay, God. Wait, you could just go look it up, dude. You can go look it up. So when I'm trying to figure out what's your point in the inf- My point what? is, when we have a standard like the gold standard that gives these notes value. Okay, when we look at these notes today with no standard, there's no value, right? It's all debt. Right, so the only way for us to remain in debt is to create more debt. The way we Bingo. know this is you could look at the deficit of the world's debt. Does it ever go down? No, it doesn't go down. Why doesn't it go down? Because we're not paying for it. Because if we paid for it, it would go down and it would be obsolete. Let me ask so you a question. Because there's no money, hold on, let me finish. Because there's no money in circulation, because there's no standard, all these Federal Reserve notes mean nothing. Now, you can go look up the definition of lawful money. It says in there clearly, lawful money is any form of currency issued by the United States Treasury. The key word here is and not the Federal Reserve System. And not the Federal Reserve System. Why do you think it's not lawful money? There's no value. It means nothing. So, what I'm trying to say to you is what belongs to Caesar will remain with Caesar. Yep. And as long as you use this shit, you have no possession, you have no ownership, you are a taxed citizen of the federal government. Whatever. That's federal why if I burn are. money, I go to jail because it's not my property. Right? If I burn money, it's a federal offense. I don't know. You guys didn't know that it was a federal offense if you burn money? And money. If you burn money, you committed a federal crime, and it's a federal offense. You don't believe me? Yes. It's not your property. 
No, yes, Tom, we get it. I'm trying to figure out what empty imp's point is. Okay, so my point is when we're talking about promissory notes and when we're talking about these types of negotiable instruments, okay, we have to know where it stands. Does it stand in the lawful realm or does it stand in the legal realm? Because if it stands in the legal realm, that means it's nothing backing it. It's null and void. So that means your mortgage, your mortgage are null and void because your mortgages are a dead instrument that subrogate a promissory note. So I can explain to you how a mortgage works. And if you have a mortgage, I'll explain to you how you can bust that shit in 90 days with two documents. Because there is no money in circulation, so how can you pay for it? So what are you actually paying for? I always said the mortgage is the biggest scam ever, the mortgage system. It's just like a will. But didn't you enter into a contract with the bank? Right, a bank. And uh, the bank... Uh, bank. Yeah. Okay, look, you're, you're a lawyer, right, TJ? Okay, look, perfect. Uh, let me ask you a question. When I go to a bank and I get a mortgage, who owns that document? The bank. Okay, when I sign that document, who owns that document? The bank. Well, there's first party, second party, third party, the bank, because it's still not you. I, You're leasing. I, I, listen, let's, let's talk about this. Okay, sir. When the, when the bank hands me the document, the bank owns the document. They paid Correct. for it. They produced it. They did everything, right? When... I go there and I sign the document. That means there's information on there. That means there's a value. amount. There's an amount. There's a monthly payment. There's whatever making it equity, right? So when I sign that document and I put my um, signature, autograph, autograph, maybe you use a signature. I don't use a signature. Maybe No, 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 no. It's it's, it's, still a, it's still a signature. Slow, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow, slow, slow down. down. The legal slow person. down. But the actual person, it. it's, a, it's, a, it's an autograph. Let's define, yeah. let's define so this. You're going to sign stop, an autograph stop, with your real stop. name. Before we have this conversation, let's define this. I need mm -hmm. you to define a signature because I'm telling you I don't put my signature there. Okay, so if I'm telling you that I never put my signature on this document, don't tell me that I have. So do you put your initials as an autograph? I put my autograph. So what we need to do is look up the word signature. The word signature defined means a mark, means just a mark. That means you could put a dot, an X, you yep. can spit on that fucking thing. You could do whatever you want. Okay, there is no legal anything to a signature. Okay. I use an autograph. I autograph my name, my friend. So, so okay. Uh, how so do you autograph? That puts me. It's what? How do I autograph? Like, okay, look, my friend. Explain. When you write a book, uh -huh. when you write a book and you become published and you go to a book reading in a library, do you sign a book or do you autograph a book? And once you answer that question, you'll know the difference. Okay, now you can go sign whatever document you want. That puts you in whatever legal jurisdiction you want to be in. Cool. But I'm telling you for me, and because I can define it, and because I can put you and anyone in their place, I've never signed any documents. I've autographed those documents. So let's get back to this mortgage. Uh, okay, when go ahead. I autograph this mortgage, right? Mm -hmm. Who owns the document? The bank, though. 
Okay, so now the bank owns the document, right? So now let me ask you this. Where does the money get produced? From you, because you signed the autograph, so you just created money right there and then by making the agreement, making the pack. Okay, so the bank never, the bank doesn't own that document. Now you do. When I signed it, I own the document. Correct. Because when I signed it, I created, I turned money. the mortgage into a promissory note. That's right. Because now there's an, there's an action. That's what I mean by value. Equity. There's equity, your value, right? And then there's a monthly payment making 100%. it a promise. So Correct. when I sign it, it's a promissory note. Now the bank can take my note. And borrow more money onto it. They can listen to the process so you understand. Am I they on something though? take it to the treasury and the treasury will release whatever funds are on the promissory note. Now, if you people know how insurance works, let me explain that to you, right? So for whoever has a car and pays insurance, right? You have a policy. Let's say your policy mm -hmm. is, I don't know, $300,000, okay? This policy costs you, let's say $2,000, right? So now you pay your little $120 a month for a $2,000 policy that is now $300,000. So what you really did is you took two grand and you just turned it into 300,000 because at the end of the day, this negotiable instrument that you created with $2,000 has a policy of $300,000 worth cash value dollar for dollar. You could turn this around and it has to be paid out at some point if anything ever functions. So now why don't you ask yourself how the fuck did anyone take two grand and turn it into 300,000? Huh, good question. I can answer that one for you too. But let's get back to this mortgage. Okay? But hold on, let me ask you a question with the insurance company. If I open up my own trust account and I put a million dollars in an own trust account, I can actually drive with no insurance, correct? Legally? If I'm able to play for any like look, accidents. Look, stop, stop right there, stop right there. You can go back to the $21, uh, the 21 silver dollar surety bond. And mm -hmm. you can use that as your insurance policy. Insurance. Okay, okay. I thought so. So Thank why, you. why go get the million-dollar policies and this okay. and that that you don't know how to function with, dude? Slow, slow down, slow down. No, I just wanted to know because I know that you can do it with no insurance policy. That's my point. You can go get a bond and you can create a bond and you can have a bond put on the, on the legal registry and you can make it. Uh, you can uh, monetize it now. Yeah. Okay, but now you. we're getting back to there. You go, go, go read the UCC, UCC7. It'll tell you how to do it. Um, um, so where was I? Okay, so back, back to this uh, mortgage, right? So now I sign autograph. I just created a promissory note. The bank takes this note, goes over to the treasury. The treasury releases X amount of funds, right? You remember that 72 hours, three day to yeah. renege on a contract? Cooling period. They call it a cooling period. Call it whatever you want, right? Um, it's all comes down to a boilerplate. So that's that. So the 72 hour period, the bank gets your fund, the bank gets the funds from the treasury, right? The bank turns around, sends the treasury back their money after it just pulled out insurance policy, sends back the treasury within 72 hours, their money. So it kills their contract, releases the funds to you saying, Hey, look, now you owe us this money and they keep whatever else they want to use for whatever else they want to use. The same thing goes for every time you go to a bank with a $100 bill and you put a $100 bill in their drawer. 
The only thing they need to do is keep $3, I believe, of that $100. That pays for the insurance policy for the $100 in their draw, and now they can take $97 and do whatever they want with it. Let me ask you one question. Don't no, they in, take that? Infinite, hold on, hold on. I want to know. I want to know. I understand everything you're saying, but are you trying to suggest a new way to do it? Like, what are you getting at here? Like, I, I don't understand. Are you just defining it for people, or, or what are you doing? Right? Like, what well, are you trying I'm, to say I'm at the end of the day? I'm defining it so people have an understanding and then people right. know how to operate and function when this is present. What you okay, do so with when the are you going to get to the part where you possess you... is up to you. I'm sorry. What you do with the information that you have required is up to you. I haven't required any info. How did this even get started? I'm acquired, so confused. Acquired, 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 acquired. How did this even get started? This got started. Yes, there is no point to this. There is no this point to this. This got started because people are starting to come to the realization that there's a straw man, and this straw man has created a lot of harms in their life. Who? But the straw man, it's, it's not worth diving into this. Yes, people know about the straw man, but at the end of the day, the best deal you can get is give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. You know? hey, and that's why, you know, you, you, the, bigger, the things that are bigger. You give that. to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. You become indoctrinated. You become enslaved. You become oppressed. And you Hold on, it's before, you, before you destroy my fellow counselor. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when central bank digital currencies come along? This is what they want, though. Okay, They're already hold digital. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you choose to use XRP, Stellar, or Cardano, and they go into your wallets and take all your shit, that's your fault. If you want to stick with Bitcoin and the Lightning Network and use that, guess what? You won't be subjected to all your central banking, your Federal Reserves, your IMFs, and all those policies. So make sure you know what coin you invest in and where you put that coin. So stay away from all that shit coin and just rock with Bitcoin and you won't have that problem. Make sure you understand <laughs> what wallet you have. Make sure you understand what wallet you have because now you're bringing in a third party and that third party might have a policy with these governments jamming you up. So all of this, all of this was shit. for the end, the end goal of promoting Bitcoin. Is that what you're saying? Wait, what? You said to only buy or hold Bitcoin. Well, only function in Bitcoin and hold Bitcoin because at the end of the day, uh, how does it go? All roads lead to Bitcoin, my friend. So this is what this is what this was all about. Was to it was getting to Bitcoin, right? <laughs> this was about dialogue. This was about people sharing their experiences and information. I never spoke about crypto until just now. Yeah, that's true. I never heard him say that's true. We, put, we just found out he's a maxi, basically. Crypto, just cryptocurrency out. is not money, and I've been talking about money. So why why would I talk about cryptocurrency when it's not money when we're discussing money? Whoa, whoa. So do you believe that Bitcoin is going to take over and be the new currency? I believe Bitcoin is going to be the digital currency meaning it's going to remain in its digital aspect and i believe that we are entering well we are in a digital world meaning that it's the best media 
for exchange, meaning of currency, yes. So as long as the internet and as long as we are as long as we're entering into the digital future, Bitcoin will be king. So now, just because it's all digital, I'm sure they take, I'm sure they take it down. I'm sure they take it down. So everyone, everyone is trying to attract this type of currency because um, a currency that is backed, okay, it has. Um, it's a form of exchange, and it has, uh, let's say, assets behind it. It has a value, but this value is subject to the subject to the the law of um, who 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 has the, the DJ, biggest file. DJ, DJ, stop right there. Bitcoin, who, who, Bitcoin who is not the, subject to yeah. any law. Stop. No way. Stop it right there. Because it soon will be. It Again, soon will TJ, be. I, I, I'm seeing the people who are money hungry and power hungry. Yes. yes. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? They're just going to pass a central bank digital currency with negative interest rates and and not do anything to Bitcoin and not even They're try. Do, I mean, listen, Bitcoin will not be in that factor. Please understand that what you're talking about are shit coins. You're talking about XRP, Stellar. No, no, no. I'm talking talking about about a system where you have negative interest rates, trying to put put out negative interest rates in order to stop housing prices and the stock market from... That has nothing to do with Bitcoin. Hold on, hold on. Yes, it absolutely does. It does because because to the extent that they're going to try to save their system, they're going to have to have negative... They're going to have to be trying as well to stop the leaks out of the central bank digital currency. I, I don't understand what what what, you, what when you what go negative on interest rates, right? You have we have cash, right? We have cash. When you go when we go to us, do you believe that we're going to have a central bank digital currency in the United States? I believe that there's one right now. It's called the Federal Reserve. Okay, but it's not it's not it's not um, it's not a money that's programmable in the sense that we can go sure negative interest rate with it. Sure. We can't go negative. No, we can't. It doesn't expire. Why? Why? It, it, there's no code in, in there's no code right, inside listen, of the dog. All you gotta do is change the credit card algorithm to say no interest, and there you go. You have no interest money. What's up? It's not a point of sale. It's, it's, it's not a point of sale. Of course, it's not, not going to happen because fiat money is taxed. Yeah. Is taxed, and, and that's what we're trying reason, to say with the CBDC. Okay, listen, but listen. at the at the end of the day, your, Bitcoin your, is your Noah's Ark, right? And yeah. Bitcoin is your Noah's Ark. Right, no, no, no. Bitcoin is Bitcoin. the way out of this system, right? Yeah, that's right. No, it's not. So what's what's is that what you're saying? So you just said, aren't you saying that it's that it's the way out out of the system, or it's the no, way to I, be protected I never said from the Bitcoin system? Bitcoin is the way out of the system. You said it's Bitcoin taken over. You said Bitcoin it's taken over the system. currency. That's why I asked you. You said yes. No, it's not taking over anything, dude. The only thing Bitcoin is. Let's get this shit straight. Bitcoin is a concept that was created that is now in effect. And the only Mm -hmm. reason it's in effect is because we are in a time and place where it can have an effect, right? So let's let's talk about this. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Listen, if it wasn't, if it was not for Napster, if it wasn't for Napster, we wouldn't have Bitcoin. Sure, and sure, I I hear that, and I take your point. And peer-to-peer technology is a technology. But hold on, I, I have the question. I, I have the question. I'm, I'm not, not. The question is, with most people who don't know anything about the laws that you're talking about, and most people have KYC coins, most people have their coins through exchanges where they've identified themselves, right, and linked themselves to it. 
to the extent that they've done all of that, to the extent that they've done all of that, aren't most people going to be prevented from leaving from a central bank digital currency? No, not even taxed. If they if they put down a central bank digital currency and they say, you know what, all you KYC motherfuckers, we got you, motherfuckers. You better come back and exchange your exchange your Bitcoin, your digital gold back to us you have to you have to turn it in and you know what try even try buying something from an exchange you're not going to be able to buy it with the digital currency i'm saying what what's bitcoin going to do when when 99 of the world is turned off with bitcoin yo listen buddy in 2009 when bitcoin dropped there were no exchanges there was none of this you wanted a wallet he's not referring to, to that though well it doesn't matter you had it to does. go you're talking about market forces. This is government forces, right? This is political I'm, I'm, forces. No, no, no. Totally what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about is this. If you guys are using these apps where it's all K, K, K this and uh, um, give this. What other way can you really do it? What, what do you mean? Why, why buy do it you on Craigslist from some random? Like, why come don't on. you use a different wallet? It, it doesn't. Okay, but how are you getting onto crypto? I, I don't, All, it do, do doesn't matter what wallet you're using. You're still usually using something on Coinbase. You can go to Binance. You can go to FTX. I don't use any of those people. Okay, so who do you use that's not traceable? But most people do. The point is most okay, people that's do. not my problem. That's but no, no, it is. It, 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 it's, but it's a, so do you, think that the, do you think that Bitcoin reaches its mass price through a critical mass of adoption of money that is outside of the system of KYC? No, man. So then how the fuck does there become mass adoption in a world that doesn't want to let people outside of the system? I, I, I don't and the know. people are beholden to the system. Okay, but me, me personally, me personally, right? I'm confused when it, when at how you acquire your Bitcoin then. He can buy it from the miners, Dave. He, he, can, he can work I, for I somebody can, that has do. Bitcoin. There's so many ways for me to get Bitcoin. Like, remember, when I first bought my Bitcoin, my first Bitcoin that I bought, guess what? Was in 2009. It was literally a dollar eight. When you, I okay. Are you okay? This is all. This is a, okay. a Scotia so banker. Let me, let me explain this to you. Let, let me explain this, okay? In 2009, I, I will. In 2009, okay? Before the stock market, before the governments, before but let's go. Let's go till today. Let's go till today. Let's man. Not, we have a digital not, dollar coming up in let's three months. Not for a second, there's because now you're talking about USD, USDT, USDC. That shit. Okay, we're talking about just Bitcoin. Bitcoin is its own statue. It's its own thing. Nothing else compares to Bitcoin. So stop comparing all these other No, no, not all the theory. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, if, you, if, you you go, if you want to go, hold on, space. You can have a KYC coin, right? And that means that anybody that has that KYC Bitcoin, all of their other assets are up for grabs to the extent they, they violate regulation. And then you have non-KYC Bitcoins, maybe like you have, Maybe you purchased it from a miner. Maybe you worked for somebody and they paid you in Bitcoin. That's a different world. But we're talking about once we get to the point, you know, we cross okay, the Rubicon so and there's if regulation. I, this is I the question. How can the they question. prove that you if lost your keys? If I use Coinbase, let's say I go right now and use Coinbase, right? And I, 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 buy, an, I, I buy a Bitcoin, 60K, 
okay? And it jumps up tomorrow to 20, uh, to 120K, right? Now, Coinbase knows that I have this coin. Coinbase knows how much I made. Because of Coinbase and because of their policies, they have to give all that information back to the IRS. Meaning, the second you pull that coin out, guess what? You gotta go put it on your 1040 form and claim it to the IRS. Wait, wait, wait a minute. We're not talking about disclosures, okay? Okay. I'm not That's... talking about disclosure either. Okay. I'm right. talking about the the the, it's the not, party. Infy, it's not have. their policy though. That's that's U.S. What, law. What do you mean it's not their policy? It's, it's not U.S. It's, law. It is the law. Um, show me the law. Show me the law. Show me the okay. law. Stop. So, show me the okay. law. We're not there. Okay. Yet. We're not. No, no, no. We're not. Okay. We're, we're, we're not there yet. yet. We're not there yet. They passed that bill. They have passed a bill before the summer for the three point okay, five trillion. It's. I understand that, but, but we're coming up on the on once they pass the next stimulus package, the Senate will pass their own version of the crypto amendments, which okay. may be more draconian than we're even That's talking. That's fine. About. That's fine. As long as you're not a legal entity operating wow. underneath legal a realm. Guess ninety nine point nine percent of people and their coins are not legal entities apart from the law. They're Listen completely to subject to the jurisdiction. Every miner, every miner, every miner is a is a separate entity. Every holder is a separate entity. Okay, so if you go and download a paper wallet right now, let's just keep it at a paper wallet. Okay, I don't care how you fund this paper wallet. You go, you download a paper wallet, you fund this paper wallet through Coinbase, through ATMs, I don't know, through selling your ass on the street and exchange it for Bitcoin. It makes no difference. You fund this paper wallet, right? As long as you keep that paper wallet in your pocket and outside of the vision of the IRS or any government agent, guess what? It is tax-free. And you can do whatever you want with it and as long as you keep it in the private. And 99% of people and their coins are not that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but you just said it, bro. You're you're funding it with Coinbase. Everybody's tied to that. It, for example, right now. Okay, so when we go coins. back to Coinbase, when we go back to Coinbase, okay, and I buy on chain. If I buy right now a a a, a Bitcoin for sixty k and yep. Coinbase, and I send it to my paper wallet, yep. right? Coinbase only knows that I purchased a coin for sixty k, right? Oh, absolutely. So only, but they know where you're sending it. And and so, and so, and to the extent you have a house, to the extent you have a wage, to the extent you have a bank account, anything that comes around with, with them trying to get you to do something with those bitcoins can be attached. And you're going to be in... If I, okay, again, let me explain this to me. I, I have a Coinbase account, right? Now, I don't use this, but let's just say for shits and giggles. I have a Coinbase account. And I buy a coin at 60K. I don't care what it costs. Right now it's 60K. I buy a coin for 60K and I send this coin to a paper wallet. Right? Now, this paper wallet is not attached to any banking information. It's not attached to any cell phone. It's not attached to any email. It's, it's not attached to me. It's attached to you. Okay, how is that attached let, to let, me? Let me how, how do you okay. not see so, this? So, so you buy this coin, right? You move it to a paper wallet. I understand that. I get it. I love Bitcoin too. Here's the thing. As soon as you try and do anything with it, they can see it. Does that make sense to you, Bob? It's all okay. on chain, so, so, It's okay. all on chain. Okay. It's all on the blockchain? That's fine. Um, so, okay. I, I have a paper wallet now, right? And now, now what you're saying is 
once I load it into a wallet, no, no, correct? I'm saying if you're going to try to use it for anything, they can trace it. That's that's actually the beauty. Every Bitcoin as soon as they as soon as you send traced. it to the paper wallet, they know it's tied to the Coinbase wallet. I mean, it's it's right. not they, simple. They, they can see uh, it go from Coinbase to a wallet that they don't know. Okay, right? but 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 they know who bought that from Coinbase. So as yeah, soon as so from there, it goes precisely. And then your and then your assets are subject to forfeiture. Right. That's what I'm saying. They can literally seize your hats under that movement. We've already had this talk. Listen, if you, if you if you worked all your life and, and got paid by a miner and maybe worked at CoinDesk or Cointelegraph since 2012 or 2009, you've been making your money Bitcoin and you don't even have any other assets and you've got an international passport or your own documents and you're completely set apart from the system, that's all good and well. But to the extent that motherfuckers holding iPhones, which is 95% of people here, don't have this ability and have not done this, the regulation okay. can, yeah. can, can, can stifle the movement. And I, I agree with you. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. Okay. okay. Because you guys, you guys are putting yourself in that predicament for using these apps, these wallets, these phones. And that, and that, and that, and that, and that was my point. That was my point. That this, the, 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 the system is, is going to use force. It's going to use force to obtain power. It's just going to delegate little power to you. That's spending power. It's going to monopolize this thing. I'm telling you. You cannot that. monopolize Bitcoin. You can only monopolize the Bitcoin that you have as a holder. Now you can break it. You can break they it. Can monopolize, they, can, they can monopolize the people with. You don't think that they can coerce people heavily that are not going the set apart path that you've set? Not at all. Because now, now we can say all the people or the wealthy people that hold gold, why didn't they do it to them? They've done it to them in the past. Yeah. Nineteen thirty. They tried. They've done it to nineteen thirty. Actually, no. Ready? I can answer this. They didn't attack them. They attacked the exchanges in between. They did not attack you for Bitcoin. They're going to attack the points you need for it to function. This is what they're doing right now. In Australia, mining is currently considered a question because they can't say it's a law right now. But it's a question called an illicit activity. They are classing it as if you. You are printing fake currency to mine crypto. That law means you are a criminal under that fact. Well, and that's what they're trying to to do right now with the infrastructure bill. That's yeah. What to get through. But what they've done is, and this is this is the issue that makes this very gray area very like pissing people off. They've stated that they're asking all exchanges to dictate where everything goes to, who it's going to. If it goes to a cold wallet, it's considering you as holding an asset. Now, they're currently stating they want to say if you are holding something in asset form, like you have with stock, if you trade an asset to someone else without an exchange for cash, if you go crypto straight to someone else, you're still making a sale, which means it's taxable. Any transfer they want to make taxable now. So me yeah. paying FOMO, they want to make that taxable. Yeah, what are you going to say now, Infidel? That's only for uh, federal citizens. So make sure you know the difference between federal and state ah, citizenship. No. 
And I had this answer earlier. You are, you're currently operating as an entity, not a person. Therefore, under rights of law, if you are in, in bed with any criminal activity, you can be seized because you are not a person with right. You are an entity. All right, number one, I'm I'm not anything. I'm I'm just a I'm just a man, and all my businesses go through trust. So if you want to go if you, and lock up a document, you are a corporate entity as a trust. I'm not. I'm not. That's how that's defined by, by any government. Okay, so what I am, and I'll explain it to you, and I will define it for you, is I am a foreign entity to all governments. I am foreign. <laughs> so just to be clear, just to be clear, so is Alphabet, so is Amazon. They are a foreign entity without a base. The headquarters is in a place no, that no, doesn't no, no, exist no, no, no. under jurisdictional no, no, no. office. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yes. They have a HQ. No, no. They have a HQ in Europe. That's not what I said. You do not have a This is besides the point. The point yeah. is, the point is, with most of the world being ignorant, dumb, incompetent, not having the law on their side, you know, lazy, maybe, fat. Maybe it's time for you people to wake everyone up. Okay. And let's start doing Fair this. Stop I'm using those paper I'm ones. Stop using but those crazy-ass apps. I'm with you. Look, we keep telling you, even with the paper wall, it doesn't solve your problem. No, no, exactly. I think the problem isn't Infy. I don't think Infy's the problem. I don't think, I think people like him are actually the solution. I think if we were all on that I'm, tip. I'm trying but to we're help here you guys. Now. Hold on a second. But we're here now. We're in 2021, and most motherfuckers do not have any of this set up. They're not, they don't have it mapped out. They're literally sheep. I was trying to explain this for They have a wallet. They're sheep with a wallet. Yeah, but we had this. We had this topic okay. here in Australia, right? Okay. And they, yes. 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 Sorry. Yes. Just hold on yes. before you guys go on. Really? Yeah. There are a lot of people like that. Tom, mute your mic, please. There are a lot of people like that. You guys are right. And you know what? At the end of the day, fuck them. It's their problem. At the end of the day, like, listen, it's either you get informed or you get fucking eaten. Simple shit. You guys need them. But isn't the whole point that you guys need them? No, 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 no. You don't need fucking dummies. They're just dead weight anyway. Drop the fucking you know, no. say, but, but Bitcoin, um, isn't the money? Let isn't the money? Let me say that. Hey, Bitcoin. Power, I'm going to skip on that coffee, babe. The value remains <laughs> to the people. The, the value of trading. The value of trading commodities and assets remains with the people. So the people, uh, the market gives gives um, assets their right. value. It gives, so the people have to be on board. They do have. Yeah, the more the people, people are, are on board any type of currency, they get the value. So if Bitcoin is sidelined and uh, and outlawed, it's going to be useless. So I'm going to say that get on board with with, with what the governments are doing. Get, Get on board with Get vaccinated. Why? Why would you negotiate with terrorists? Why would you negotiate with terrorists like that? I'm just saying. Please forgive my African brother. It would better protect your assets. Yeah, it would better protect your assets to be with 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 within the law, within Google and Alphabet. They still have representations and lawyers. All right, well, you guys go ahead and obey and let them take all your shit, and some of us are going to decide to figure out some other solutions. It's it's okay when you're an entity that has billions of dollars to throw around because you can just pay for shit to happen. That's different. All right, what I was trying to explain was underneath the asset clause, the thing they're talking about right now, 
when they're talking about if they do this. They can catch you out for any crime and they can seize all the funding you have, right? They've, they've now been told to search, when they search people's houses, to search for thumb drives and anything small that can be hidden because they think they're asset wallets. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, you can keep a brain wall. Listen, you can keep a brain wall. So I'm not worried about people actually getting their coins to the extent that they have their coins non-KYC'd. I'm not concerned or not, not with an exchange or something. I'm not concerned with them not being able to, you know, hide that stuff. I'm concerned with the people that once they use it or whether to the extent that they have real estate uh, and not, you know, obviously, with the exception of Infi, who has carved himself out, you know, real estate, bank accounts, a wage, anything like that, those people are going to get smashed. This is what I was getting at, Omar. Ready? So they're saying that under this asset attack, the thing they're doing, they're calling it an asset attack here. But what they're doing is they want to attack the system because they're trying to fight back by saying in Australia they want to mandate by law that anything paid for that's under a government contract right now, which is, you know, wages, getting paid through taxes, all that stuff must be paid under the defined currency. Leave Australia. Right. But the problem is it's not Australia. This is why we try and warn you. Australia is a testing ground for your country. They test shit yes. here before it goes You're there. Right. You're right. You're right. We it's can also leave our country right? So we can leave Canada, and it's going to create an environment where countries are going to start competing for those who have the wealth, right? So if yeah. Australia yeah, is going to treat you right, then go somewhere else. Yeah, but you need to you need to get out of the country, so you need to get vaccinated first. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> even if you were, but even if you were vaccinated, they've said this. This is the thing that this makes this a massive gray area. Ready? So check you. If you are holding, no, no, ready, Tom. If you are holding a currency they deem as illegal, this is the issue we're having now. If they can't find it, so if you've got it on a coal wallet or a brain trust, and they can't find it on exchange, it is considered a legal tender. You okay. cannot leave the so country while you, they are questioning you about you something? So, yeah, okay, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so much problems. You can't do it with Bitcoin. So, what's the solution? To sit back and keep letting them fuck you up the asshole all day? Is that the solution? No. Oh, no, we're smart. So we grant this solution. If not Bitcoin, if not people educate themselves and sort themselves out, what's the goddamn solution? To just keep them You've got to act like decentralized stuff. They still want to tax you because they can't lose. With the population that they tax, if everyone is free, um, then that, that becomes a problem when you're taxing Where are you getting the This money? is where my comment always comes in that we push about a decentralized movement. They are talking about saying you can't pay any bill in current cryptocurrency. They want you to pay in the currency. Like if they say no Bitcoin, only their centralized currency. So you have to transfer your money into their currency to pay a bill. So they're saying if you decentralize, those bills go away and they're fucked. Exactly. You have to be able to, we have to go backwards to go forwards because every step forwards in this existing system is a fucking trap. The only way they can control you, just to be clear, the only way they can control you as a personal entity is by dictating what you are dependent on. If you remove dependencies, they have no power over you. Here's my question. Bingo. Maybe you can answer this. So, my big key to El Salvador adopting Bitcoin, which was nothing because they're a tiny-ass country, it means nothing right now. But according to the IMF's laws, if it's a currency in one country, they have to carry down their balance, right? So how does that make that illegal tender? Can each government it's, decide that? So that's, this is why they're referencing it as illegal tender. 
right now. They're saying it's like printing American dollars in, in, over there. This is this is why they're trying to get it. They're trying to the government. This just shows you how how important crypto is. That governments are now fucking scrambling to make shit up to try and stop us. Okay, they, they're trying to say yeah, yeah, um, it doesn't transfer as tender right now. That's what they're trying to say. In Australia, they want to actually block banks from allowing us to purchase it through our banks again. My question, and then another question would be: like Yeah, and, and to, to be non-dependent on anything, um, can I speak? To be non-dependent on anything means you need to have assets. So, the legal tender that any government that's going to have there, that's taxable, any centralized currency, is going to have to need to be. It, it, it has to have manipulation or hold over. So get assets, get buy uh, buy as much and as many assets as you can right now. No better asset than Bitcoin. Two hundred percent year over year average, folks. Fuck a house, fuck everything else. I would say, I would say, I would say. Sell your wife, sell your kids, sell everything you have to, and stack that. How about a how, how about a how about a caterpillar or a John Deere like tractor trailer? Yeah, hey, or big big Did I sell you my kidneys? <laughs> yeah. Just to be clear, they, they said I'm, we I'm buying a mortar home. Who's with me? Be careful with buying I'm land. On the streets, bro. Be careful with buying a buying mortar home. Fuck land. land. Buy land as a person. You're subject to taxes. But, but don't buy don't buy land as one person. You buy, buy land as a company. Yes, you buy land as a company. Uh, yeah, as a company. Because you actually don't pay taxes on that land the same way you do currently if you own it. I, I don't I, I don't like specializing in, in conveyancing law. Um, I, I, I like more of I'm more of a criminal law yeah. person. But, but, but I'm saying I always knew you were a criminal, you lawyer. <laughs> that that's why most people who do these things, like my friend does it, he owns 20 or 28, 29 homes now in rental, but his own home he lives in is owned by the same company. So he doesn't pay taxes on that home. The business pays its base tax, which because he borrows money through a lending system of phantom lending, the bank has to be paid before any of his taxes are paid. So therefore, as long as he holds out the amount of assets through his lending, he never has to pay tax to the government. And then keep reborrowing that money yearly. But that's like you're talking 20, 25 to $29 million a year as long as he has it. Well, that same thing is like, so we're, we're a small side of big. I think where I'm at in South Dakota, we, we got 12,000 acres. But we have a corporation set up because so if something does happen, the personal ground that we have, they can't come after that. Yeah. Which is, it's just a clusterfuck. Well, this will my friend explain. In, in Texas, where they, they want to buy the plot of land for us to all move to and live on, they're going to buy it as a corporation because the government cannot seize it the same way they can seize your land if you're a person. Right. And that, there's a whole bunch of legal lawsuits that can go through, and they, you can you can keep it in court for a decade or more, so they won't even touch your land. So, so then my question would be, with as far as the crypto side. How legit are things like Monero, privacy coins, right? Well, this is why they're trying to track transfers. Because as soon as you get privatized and they can't see it, they freak out. It's the same reason why they're doing this shit with the $600 tax reporting. Because if they can't see it, they can't tax it. So now they're freaking out about trying to make everything um, like visible to them.
That was exactly what that, that's what I was trying to say before. If you have it on a paper wallet and they can't see it, they can't tax it. No, they actually but, can but see. As soon as you try to spend it, then they see it. Who's spending that's the Tosies, though? Listen, nobody's spending but that, well, the You spend your one plus no, no. dollars first. So what they're saying is, and this was the reference, once you get to a point where, you know, we're running off Bitcoin, if you have an exchange and you transfer it into a, like any place you have storage wise, they have to report that you put it in storage or that you transferred it off their exchange. Now governments are allowed to question where that is under the new ruling they're putting in. I think it's next month. That's worldwide. This ruling is coming in. They, they are allowed to question you because it is considered an illicit activity if the money is not legally where it's supposed to be under tender. It means they're, they're pretty much saying you're moving illegal tender. And that allows them to raid your home. It allows them to do a whole bunch of illegal shit. That's like currently it's illegal. But you void your constitutional right of protections if you're doing these illegal activities. It's what makes this such a broken loophole that they, they're abusing. And it sounds great if you just say, oh, I lost it in a submarine accident. Well... They've been in practice a very long time, people. Now, with Bitcoin, they haven't. They've been busy practicing with your centralized bank where they can come take your shit. But with your Bitcoin, it's a different thing. You guys want to be suckers, go ahead. But me personally, I see Live your best life. That's the thing that makes it scary. What I'm saying is Bitcoin has no foothold. If any, no government in, let's say, Europe or in East Asia or in Asia or in the America or in the United States, let's say, Canada or the U.S. is supporting Bitcoin, then it is sinking, man. It is sinking and it's sinking. Telling you now, just TJ, just to be clear, the, the group it has right now, just the reaction from governments shows you how powerful Bitcoin is. True. True, but to the extent that it gets a reaction back and it's a and it's a concerted, concentrated action and none of us have actually carved ourselves out in a way to use our Bitcoin and not have to worry about everything else, like it's not enough. Bitcoin needs an army. Literally it's it needs, slow. It needs, Bitcoin needs food, Bitcoin needs water, Bitcoin needs manufacturing. It's not enough to just No, have but this is what they're saying. So places like Lebanon where this happened this this month where Lebanon literally closed their banks so no one could get money. They didn't give a shit if people starved to death. They closed their banks. Oh, just like Greece did. Yeah, and people are now pushing, saying, they're telling everyone, they're saying, teach your families how to use Bitcoin for these reasons. Because at any time, any fiat currency bank can just say, we are closed, you don't have any money. And that's honestly going to be the scariest part about all of this. The developing world is going to be, you know, a lot of them are moving into that. And, and the scariest part is when, is when the digital dollar, can, you can have, say, with your vaccination or your biometric identification, you can have a yeah. dollar wallet, and they make it a global system. There's going to be a lot of people with Bitcoin. Uh, exactly. Sorry. Don't you guys think that a scarier thing to, to is people that understand that this is coming and that still want to abide by the rules? Like, Lebanese people, had they known that they were going to get fucked over like this, maybe they would have done something differently. Like, well, just waiting well, here for... The Lebanese haven't learned after this time. They've been fucked so many times. But the thing is, but the thing is, Bum, the Lebanese people, the ones who have American... Fucking dummies never learned. They're chilling. 
the ones where the American bank accounts are chilling. The, the thing that's more worrisome to me is people rushing headlong into a system and not actually assigning a probability value. It doesn't have to be 100%, but assign a probability value that you're going to go up and meet the boss level, which is central bank digital currency, and what the consequences are going to be. But Bitcoin bomb, is this really, is this really a certainty? <laughs> or is this more so a seated conspiracy theory? destroying fiat all over the world? No, I just said, like, it's going to second you. If and when Bitcoin is going to survive, I think it was, 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 Throughout the last couple of decades. How, how can it only get worse, though? Like, how can it only get worse? After you're done this answer, you Mac, has uh, his hand up for quite a while. The transitory okay. inflation that's never okay. going to... So can it not get any better? Yeah, Mac how is it going to get better? Give a shit about you. Go ahead. Tell me how exactly the world is going to get better right now, dude. Look, look, Bitcoin Bob, all I'm saying... Okay, okay, okay. okay. No, 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 I want you to tell me what exactly our governments are going to do to make shit better. It's going to get worse, and it doesn't. So that's all I'm saying. It's like I think you guys are no, way too simple. No, but Chad, you're being honest. Chad, no, hold on, CJ. Don't say nothing just yet. I want Chad to answer this question. Exactly, what do you think our governments right now can do to make things better? Seriously, they can quit and resign. You guys have to be quiet for a second because I want to hear what Chad has to say. Go ahead, Chad. Yeah, look, here's what I'll say is is I'm not exactly sure what they can do in the short term to, to fix this, right? Um, but but here's what I'll say is that there's been, like I just said a second ago, there's been plenty of times in history when people have had the same exact views that you're talking about, not just on monetary policy, but a number of other topics, including trading wars, wars itself, uh, environmental concerns, and things have gotten better. And this is what I've tried to say plenty of times in a number of different spaces with FOMO, yourself, and others, that I think that you guys just are way too cynical. Like, it's just like, it's way too cynical right now. But too fucking dark, man. He's right, you fucking negative fuckers. I'm with you, Chad. When are we going for coffee? I don't know if it's dark. It's too dark. It's just like, I don't, there's just so much, there's so much unknown about the near future and even longer. I think we're going to have a great future, really to be honest with you. you. Do you think they're going to keep continuing with the printing? Well, that, that's never going to cool. stop. That's um, never going to stop. Say, <laughs> I mean, okay, I think, okay. it, I think um, there's plenty say, of time for it to stop. I mean, I don't, I don't think they will. But If it stops yeah. and when it stops, I think it will we're stop. Done. We're done. That will, that will be the that will be the thing <laughs> that brings about the most totalitarianism. Well, in, in terms of philosophy, okay, it's not going to. Look, okay, let, let me say. Can, can, can I say something? Last huh? more than what okay, seven years. So, <laughs> we're like ready for fresh So, where are we at, Tom? Where are we at in this cycle? Well, hold on, hold on. We're okay, at the, okay, we're okay, at the cycle um, where we get fucked. Okay. Can, can I say that digital currency is the future? Yeah. Nobody disputes that digital currency is the, is not the future. Digital currency is the future. But if Bitcoin and if, if and when Bitcoin survive, it's going to be uh, this, you know, on the same level as XRP, Stella, and the others. It's going to be on the same level. And it's going to be subject to the government. 
it's going to be subject to the government. So in any way you're going to be using Bitcoin, it's still going to be taxed. They're going to find a way to tax that. Not my Bitcoin. Tax I didn't get it on no, no, no. Coinbase. I'm not that silly. Maybe tax. yours. Tax is not the tax is not the issue. Tax is a good thing, as long as it's done properly. The problem is the way that it, they they're trying to weaponize the withdrawal and control of your money. This is why people don't like the idea when everyone says buy Ethereum, buy all these other coins. Cool. A lot of them are coins that can be manipulated. Bitcoin can't. And that's the issue. Now, Paul's had his hand up for a while, so let's give him the floor before we start off fighting again. Uh, good evening to everybody. I hope everyone's doing fine. I'm drinking a... I just drank, actually, natural spring water with ice and some lemon, and I highly recommend it, but the natural one, not like scent food, you know, or like bootleg ones that they add carbonate inside. I'm talking about like some natural stuff. Those are beautiful. Now, I'm listening over to the, listening to the conversation, and the thing is, I initially want to address Bitcoin. The thing is, Bitcoin is private, all right? One issue that Bitcoin has is we need to purchase uh, purchase it off exchanges. So there's a KYC issue. And the P2P price of Bitcoin is the true price of Bitcoin. So if it's trading at 60 right now, the P2P price is normally uh, sold at a 10% premium. So if you don't want to disclose your yeah, identity... It's also, it's also not efficient at all. So No, how come it's not efficient at all? So the 10% premium you pay is the, for not giving away your identity. So it's a cost, but it's benefit. not efficient, right? Like, like the matching, the matching on that kind of stuff is not efficient, right? Like, if you're trying to get to scale, you can't do it off, off the stuff you're trying to talk about, right? Obviously, yes, but I'm talking about the layman. When one Bitcoin costs, let's say, sixty USD, of course. And if a normal person wants to shift their savings and funds over to Bitcoin. Then they can go out and purchase a couple of bitcoins in that manner. It might not be efficient for big corporations, but a big corporation can't hide their money anyways, right? So that would be abracadabra, and that's why accountants, finance departments, and bribery exists. Just, just to be clear, many companies, including VPNs, are legally bound to give that information over in many countries, even though they claim they don't. We've had this argument in another chat before, and I've tried to explain that Surfshark and all those companies have to give over that information or they're not allowed to work in our country. Exactly. So the next point I want to bring is um, to... So, Duke, you were talking about how people are uh, thinking negatively or dark about the future. The issue is governments will be in best interest, let's say, but governments switch every four years. So we don't know what's waiting for us. So the next government that's going to be in line uh, or the next people that will be elected or the next people that will be on the IMF Council, World Economic Forum Council, or even in the Davos um, st uh, Decision-Making Council, we might not know what the heck's waiting for us. Therefore, uh, assuming that a government, any government, is going to move in your best interest uh, would be pretty naive of someone to think about. Therefore, when we say that the money is going to be digitalized, I think we should all re remind ourselves that if we have a CBDC, it's going to be programmable money. That means if government pays out a subsidy, let's say in farming, and this happened in the Middle East a lot. So people pulled out, like in Iran, the Iranian government paid out uh, farmers' funds so they can go and do agriculture. They didn't use it 
and they, they weren't audited. Basically, they just spent money and they didn't in, uh, harvest any crops. But if you have a CBDC, so uh, Canadian economists would argue, if you have a CBDC, you can actually control the subsidy money. If the people aren't spending it on subsidies, the government quite literally cancels your tokens. So even if the government is um, Jesus reincarnated, a money that can be canceled, and if you don't have the security to secure, if you don't have the basis to secure your money, and if the government has the option to cancel it at any time, not even withdraw it, not even block your bank account, but quite literally cancel the money, I think that's pretty, um, not inconvenient, but it's not secure. It doesn't give a good basis of investment, of capital, and store of value. Damn just, <laughs> that was, that was just to be clear, that's twofold though. It actually works with crypto as well as it does with fiat. And fiat has a collapsible interest right now because people keep printing it. Yes, so, so people are moving to crypto and, and governments know that. So moving to crypto is going to be the next thing. Uh, they're not going to keep on printing like they're printing right now. But they're printing like mad just to buy time. They're printing like mad to buy time on how they're going to lay down the structure on how to bring about government crypto. So it's all going to be government crypto. Yeah. So That's what I'm saying right now. This was referenced to us by someone in government. They said, don't think that the crash in 2008 is what caused the, the percentage of uh, money to be printed. It was printed one month after the acknowledgement of crypto. So they printed 70% of the value of currency right now that's in the world, in America and stuff. All that's been printed since crypto, not since the crash. It happened well after the crash in that same year when crypto was acknowledged as a competitor to fiat. It does, does it seem kind of shady that maybe the United States' largest bank has been invested into crypto since 2017? Does that seem odd? So just to be clear, in Australia, they've already agreed on this since 2013. And our government banks have been trying to buy up as much crypto as they can. And they're trying to look at ways to tax us heavily and control it. And this is what I'm saying that when they're talking about peer-to-peer -peer connections, so me selling something to you, farmer, they can't track that. So they want to make it so that when we buy things outside of our direct currency, which is the, the part that, like, if I took a dollar note and I gave it to you in hand, they can't tax that because it's in hand. That's what they're saying is going to happen from wallet to wallet. That's in-hand currency. But as soon as I give that to a business, and this is, becomes shady, they want the business to report the location that the payment come from as well. So they're asking them to put systems in place that reports this shit. That existed with money, like um, money yeah, counting yeah, machines. I don't know how they say it in English, but like the machines <laughs> that count money, basically. So these guys yeah. count the um, the serial number on on the dollar bill that's counted, and it's if you deposit money in a bank, they know which bill that you held physically. Now that's why yes. I'm against people saying crypto is because crypto. Is completely dif different from bit Bitcoin, where exactly quite literally you have um, the whole market. I'm not even going to talk about the financials when we say that the market is dependent on Bitcoin. The fact that banks are entering a quote-unquote crypto space. Now, I work at a university, at a faculty, and we had some German professor apparently in crypto, DeFi, blah, 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 bullshit. He came in and did a conference about 
how it's going to be so great for banks to actually have a DeFi sector. And he said that, and at the end he nailed it with this, he said that the interest rate that you can find on an average crypto website was 14%. So that's basically just bullshit scam money. And they're going to basically make more money, and that's, you can make more money with crypto. I'm not going to neglect that. But the fact that... So the last... Has, go ahead. The last big spike that happened with crypto... Yeah. And when it come back down really quickly, that was actually banks back then, when when the, when the big spike happened the first time, was big, it wasn't because it was um, accepted more. This is this is like a, a media bullshit that they told people. What happened was banks were trying to buy it up, and they didn't realize because of how crypto worked that they were driving the price up. So they were driving up the value of something they were trying to acquire. They were making it better for all of us that had it. So then they they bailed out of that idea. And this is where XMP and other things come in play. This is where Ripple comes into play, where they tried to flood the market with a coin that backfired on them. It was a billion, a billion dollars worth of currency. There's more than 10 billion units of, of Ripple now, something like that. It's something stupid. And they tried to do it, and they didn't understand how crypto worked. So they flooded the market with a coin that is worth nothing now. And they were trying to do what they're doing with the decentralized coin. So all these different things they were doing was them trying to learn before they bring out a standardized coin. Now, what the problem is, and this is the only issue I have with it, not crypto itself in terms of, you know, Ethereum and, and Bitcoin, but in terms of what they want to do is they want to police. And this is where you can contact your government about this, your local representative, and fight against these changes. They want to make it so that their centralized coin is the only way to transact through certain departments. So they're saying if you want to buy real estate, it has to be done with their coin, not crypto. I mean, like they're saying that it is illegal. That's says the best way to put it is it's an illegal purchase if you want to do this outside. If you buy it with crypto, if I go buy a house from you in crypto, the transaction doesn't exist because they won't legalize it as a transaction. And that's what the gray area is here right now because we don't have a crypto in place, but they're putting all the laws in place before the crypto comes out which is a scary concept. Like they've said that exchanges here in Australia, they want to make it so that our exchange will only transfer money into Australian digital currency. I can't buy USDC. That's what they're trying to join our exchanges. Even if it's Coinbase in Australia, they want to restrict what I can get access to, but also means that they can restrict what our coin can buy. See the problem there? They can funnel what coins we're allowed to buy on the crypto market. Or like there was a, a house two hours from me uh, that sold this year for freaking Doge. So I get maybe American and Australia is different on that because here. No, no, it's not in place yet. This was saying it's not in place yet. Okay. When they execute, when they execute the laws, these laws will be in place. And that's what I mean. Like, so some of the stuff here in Australia is gray area. It's the shit where they're like, they're trialing the law. Like we, we have the law of incitement and the, the, the um, suspicious activities law, which is it's bullshit. It just means they can accuse us of something without needing proof. Right, and usually they do it for people who they think are growing pot in their house. Now, uh, energy companies are allowed to tell police if you've had a spike in your energy in your house, so they know that you're crypto mining or that you're doing drugs and stuff like that. Then well, that Canada that's been has a, sorry, I'm putting up. Canada has a similar law under the Quarantine Act passed in yeah. I don't know when, 20, uh, 2002 or 2003 or four, where if it's like a forty-page document, if you go to maybe the 30th page or so, it mentions that upon entry to Canada, upon entry to Canada, and even if that you submitted and everything and you're a good citizen, you got like 15 shots up your ass, everything, everything perfect, and you go home, 
a quarantine officer can come to your house and say that we believe that you're a risk to society. Therefore, they have, and you don't, and you yeah. you don't have the right to object. They can literally take possession of your electronics mm-hmm. because they believe that yeah. you might be have something hazardous information. Yeah. So I, I actually tried to explain this to people before, and this is what makes this crazy about the current rules that we're under. The what they call it, the emergency. It, it's a war act that they put in place for COVID. That rule states that if you are a threat to yourself and other persons, you forfeit your right to any constitutional protections. So they can, this is what makes this so broken in the way they look at the laws. They can dictate this shit, right? They can say, okay, well, if you do this, well, anything that protects you normally that we can't touch you for, this thing gets around it. And they've made all governments around the world agree to this, right? And the problem there is, is that they're doing this now with crypto. And that's why I keep warning people, like some of the stuff that you can have like stopped in your laws are the things you have to look at. The, the small laws that state that purchases, and, and that's why I said like water, paying your bills, they want to make sure you can't pay with Bitcoin because they can't control Bitcoin. They can control another purchase though. And that's why like we've had in Australia, we laughed at one of the guys who was trying to do it where they want to actually match the value of, of Bitcoin with a currency we're going to have here. And then that currency here, the value for what you work is going to be massively out, outweighed. So in terms of saying like one Bitcoin is 60,000 as the reference was earlier, they're going to say, okay, well, that coin in value means that if you want to go work a job, you have to be paid in their coin, you know, 2 million coins a week. So they're going to massively devalue their coin on purpose to offset Bitcoin, but it trades one-to-one on the, on the market. That's, that's, it's just the same way inflation works right now. That's what they're trying to put in place. Like you, you think it's okay right now because like... The best example I got given was from a government uh, person in America. He said, like, you're trading better than Australia in, in the value. It's like a dollar thirty to a dollar. When when they hit a ceiling that they're going to eventually hit because they can't keep printing money without there being ripple effects in other governments, when they hit that ceiling, your dollar value will drop to offset. And that could be half, which is a big number to lose because that means you have to work for twice as much in terms of your value. So the money you have is worth half at that, at that instant that it happens. So I have a question That's, to you. I have a question to yeah. you. So, um, like, I do know that in U.S., the amount that uh, paper money is circulating, we can have a guess about it. But also fake money circulates, counterfeits, and American banks actually accept them. And that also circulates. But beyond that, beyond that, we, okay, we understand the issue, but what do we do? What can a layman citizen, you know, someone at home, Jimmy Bob, what does he do? Do you have any idea so, about that? So short of decentralizing, which is something I always re- recommend for everyone to look into at least, if, even if you can't do it, talk to you, yourself, your community, your families about decentralizing from all the things that governments dictate, control, and can withdraw from you at any time. By law, governments can cut your power off unless you are someone who is dependent on keeping alive by that power. So, so this is the decentralizing. Can you like speak a little so, bit? So, so if you if you pull away from needing to buy food, water, and electricity from a municipality that requires it, it, it's under jurisdiction of government decree, they state that they can take it away from you under search and seizure laws. That they can, if they believe that you are a threat, they can take away any of those things. They can take away your uh, your ability to leave your your property. They can take away. There's a whole bunch of laws in place. But the, the way they explain it is, if you can if you can generate your own energy, if you can grow your own food, if you can ca- collect your own water, you you've just removed three of the biggest powers they have over anyone. 
right? And they're talking about speaking to your local representatives in your state, the one that represents your local county. Speak to them about requests of laws and how they can represent you against the idea that cryptocurrency is coming. They should not be able to police and control the cryptocurrency. This is essentially like what they did before where they're saying that they can accept only certain types of currency. They tried doing that before and it blew up in their face because every government around the world flipped out because they're not going to say, hey, only USD counts everywhere. Because so every other country is going, oh, do you believe that? Do you believe it's me reaching out to my local government official? They're, you they're gonna, get, the government's going to give up from their monetary power? Do you think that's, that's a possibility? No. So just, just to be clear, and this is why I always say this, governments are not the problem. It's the people above governments that are the problem. The people who pay for their seats of power, the people who dictate when they get in and out. You think, you think if someone speaks out of turn and they get removed from power that it's actually because of the, the government system? Hell no. We've had people in Australia who have stood up against the commodity trade industry. One of them got pushed out by a coup. The other one was killed he literally went for a swim and never come back. And they this actually used that. In Australia, yes. I saw Australian people are so peaceful, man. No, this, these, so just to be clear, these are the commodity trade industries. These are the companies that own the mines. They supply all the electronics. They supply everything to China to make. This is why it's such a big threat when they don't like the idea if we pull away from China. If a country decentralized and started building their own products in their own country, that would hurt the commodity trade industry because they lose all the control they have in the world. By, by pulling away from the way they could restrict and control everything. This is why, and this is why the reference was the same thing that was referenced before. The easiest one, commodity trade industry in, in one week, seven days, had hemp banned from 80% of the world because it was a threat to the commodity trade industry. Bamboo and hemp can replace, I think they said it's more than 50,000 items in the world right now today. 50,000 items that are overpriced and, and are not renewable. They're not, they're not like, you can't recycle the material, nothing. And that's, they were killed off. And the idea of using those things was removed for that same reason about saying, if we switch to crypto. Now, if, if you start removing their control over money, like right now, they, in Australia, they do it. Whenever there's a big company that comes up through the breakthrough for renewables or anything like that, their assets get freezed. So a lot of these companies now are looking at crypto so that they can't get their assets freezed. Because the government does this to control everyone. Like it's not, it's not just to do with you as an individual. This is happening on the, like corporate levels now. And corporate companies are now looking at crypto as well because it's, a, it's an issue. Do you think right now Amazon is not scurrying quickly to work out how they're going to do this without upsetting, like without hurting crypto markets? They're not going to buy up billions of dollars at once because it would drive crypto through the roof. They're looking at ways that they can transact and can switch because right now, because of the Pandora Papers, they are freaking out. Because if you cut that, that tax haven they're currently using, if you cancel that tax haven, they owe hundreds of billions of dollars to the US alone. You see, and, and this is why they're all freaking out, going, hey, let's go to crypto. Everyone go to crypto now, quick. So, and then this is, this is why I said that if you, can, if you have the money, hold at least one Bitcoin at minimum. Because when they switch, and this switch will come, it will not be a one-off thing. It'll be Apple, Amazon, Google, all switching all at once. And when that happens, it's going to be an avalanche. But there's an issue. Every- right, so cutting off, but let me, allow me to point out the issue. Now, I believe in holding Bitcoin. Okay, so let's say someone is a, let's have a picture of someone that's a Bitcoin maximalist, and let's say I'm going to hold, I'm going to hodl, and I'm not going to sell. 
So when you have crypto, where you have money that's generated with usually an interest and you have abnormal amounts of money that's being created by simply creating tokens and people pushing the tokens. So you just have money created. Those people don't hold these shit coins. What they do is they convert it back to fiat, right? So this, so there was a paper two, three years ago, I, I read it, and it talks about how new coins coming out of the Ethereum network forces governments, and this is to my interest, I've never seen an academic paper talk about blockchains in economics because the people who write in economics are basically old farts. This was an interesting study I'd seen when they spoke about how coins that are being produced forces governments to make more money and bring more money into the system because virtually you're putting $10, you're putting $1,000 in, you're coming back with $50,000 and... When that happens to a million people, automatically the uh, the demand for uh, fiat increases. So I personally see the issue with when when we talk about crypto, that's why it's the issue. With. But when we talk about digitalized tokens, no. Bitcoin standard. Just that just to be clear, to just to be clear, you're referencing something that they are trying to use as a blanket term to blind you from the fact that this is how stock works in the world. They do the same thing with stocks. They've been doing it for two plus decades. Does that make sense? Like it's one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Another issue with stock market is, which is very funny to me, no monetary market like stocks or bond. None of these are accounted for GDP as well. But when they print money, they there's a reason do it based that. on their unemployment and GDP for that. So there's a reason for that. And under the mandate for what they do is this is why big corporations, including places like Amazon. They actually pay some of their heads with stock. Exactly. Enough said. Perfect. Yeah, Thomas had his hand up for a while. Can you say something? I just wanted to say that when we were talking about um, like the VPNs, the VPNs were never actually meant for security or privacy. They were just meant to connect places at work. Uh, if you want to be really secure, you, have, you need to do something like an onion router or something like that. Because if you're thinking about, if you're thinking like uh, like uh, a, a car chase. What happens if you, if you go into? What happens when you go into a tunnel? You come out the other end. So there, there are mechanisms where you, you can trace both sides of the tunnel. So you, you can't really hide hide anything in a VPN. It's not never meant for security. Hello. Hello. I think there's been several uh, videos on YouTube that explains all this. Do you want to expand on that, Thomas? Uh, there, there are videos, on, uh, security videos on YouTube that explains this. Basically, 
the purpose of the VPN was never to for security at, at all. It was always always meant just to connect your workspace to home. So if you want security, there's the proper the proper mechanism called like onion routers, which like if you use an umbral network with a um, lightning network, that is secure because it has many layers. It, it goes through more than one hop. You only go through one hop. That's just like the same analogy as a tunnel. So if, you, if a police car is chasing another car inside the tunnel, all you have to do is wait, wait on the other side. So, so what people do electronically is you have a you get a, you, you monitor both sides of the tunnel. You, you can figure out what is going through. So you, you don't use VPNs for security, even even if they don't disclose your information to the to the government, it can still be done. Would anybody like to add anything to uh, Thomas's comment? Look, can I add, uh, I mean, are you guys, is, by the way, so it says it's recording on Stats Radio. Is that like an actual frequency radio we can tap into or? Yeah, it goes live to a Discord server, and then that uh, gets uploaded on all podcast platforms afterwards. Sorry about that, I got disconnected too. So it says cause yourself out of fiat. I think a big implementation that I like about, so fiat, I'm, I'm assuming you guys are talking about, let's say, Bitcoin in opposition to fiat. One thing that I love about it is that um, with a Bitcoin standard, let's say, incentive of loaning people money with interest would be lower because first of all, you're going to have limited supply of Bitcoin. And you would loan to people, but you would have people with less consumption. So I generally like the idea of a society with legitimate less physical money or less money in it. The reason why we're having so much spending and the reason why we're so much in debt, in debt is because we're not... So in, in Balkans, we have a saying to lay your legs according to the uh, bed sheets you would have. We're laying our legs with a tiny bed sheet. So we're just, you know, relaxed and spending and loaning money and everything. But we're literally in debt all the way up to our chins. And this process of logic where you can loan anything and you have 25 years, 15 years to pay it at an interest rate, puts you into a hamster wheel. Now, obviously, these hamster wheels are always going to exist because financial institutions are always going to push people to spend. But when we have a standard of money with less, with a less supply, and I hope people get more educated generally because if we sit, switch to any digital currency, people will have to get at least educated a little bit on what it is. In that case, I would really hope for consumption to fall and for people to make more rational decisions in consumption because that's what made fiat worse because we used to be on a gold standard and central banks wanted to capitalize on it, therefore printing more money and it was privately owned as well. Same issue is going to come about with Bitcoin if we don't have the same, if we, if we don't stick by a... Uh, education curriculum for ourselves and a process of comprehension. Once that's done, hopefully, and hopefully at least, we will be escaping a system of pure uh, slavery, which you just pay back loans for your entire life. 
Does anybody remember what the gold standard was in England? Because I seem to recall that the gold standard back then was for every promissory note that you had in your hand, the bank had to have the equivalent gold in their yes. vaults. So the, the reference was an anchor currency. They had to have an anchor currency to be allowed to lend it out. They removed this. The Chase Bank actually fought this in a court case and allowed it to be passed so they could do phantom lending, which is why there's such an influx of how much money we actually print today because none of the money's real. It's money they've made up so they can continuously keep doing this and billionaires can become multi-billionaires because they don't care. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about the country. They can literally pack up and leave at any time. That's it. Man, that, 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 is, that is greed, man. That is pure greed. Here's, here's the point people are missing out on, right? It's not about Bitcoin. When, when you look at the reference, we're talking about owning Bitcoin, right? Sats will be a standard anchor, not Bitcoin. Bitcoin will be so astronomically high by the end of this that Sats will be the traded coin. And Sats will be the anchor for other cryptos. So you, you wouldn't pay someone in Sats but SAT would be the base currency you could lend out from. So if, if SATs go to $50,000 each, you know, that, that's, that's the astronomical representation of the theory they're talking about, where when Bitcoin becomes standard, Bitcoin's going to be stupidly expensive. But the point is, is that that anchor coin removes the gold standard style. Like it puts back, sorry, the gold standard style. It removes the current status quo we have because they have to trade against something that exists. It's like I don't think a lot of people understand it. If Bitcoin's a million dollars, what is one sat worth? It's worth one penny, right? Yeah. Can you do a Can you do a soft fork and make more Bitcoin? Yes, you can. So let's say one sat is worth a house. Yeah, then maybe it's time to to readjust. But at the same time, like you're saying, you got other currencies that you'd be able to trade off in the crypto world if it comes to that. In, in the same breakdown. So they're saying like one sat might be worth a million of, of another coin, right? But then that coin gets broken down and that's the coin you get paid in when you go to work, when you want to buy a coffee. I mean, like, it's the same thing about the reference of dollars and cents. You know, like, we always have that breakdown model that we have. In, in crypto, we don't have that same breakdown model, so they're talking about using another crypto. And, and this is where, like, fiat worries or the government's worry because if you can't control that influx and, and that the way that is moving, it can all leave a country all at once. And that's the biggest fear. You take all the Bitcoin out of a country, they have no anchor currency left. So they're, they're trying to work out whether they need to buy it or they need to control their own crypto. That's why they're saying that they want to make it so... I mean, it's a smart idea in terms of if you do this via communities. If you were to have a base coin and that base coin paid tax... And that voice coin was spent inside your 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 town. So if you spent a million dollars in tax, that million dollars would go to your local communities fixing stuff. But currently, it goes to a massive conglomerate of people who then dictate how many massive companies, like they're talking Coca Cola, the fossil fuel industry, they get billions of dollars each a year for what? For 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 bribing politicians. That, that's why, in, in the way this works, that's what they said about the Pandora Papers, which I was mentioning before I got disconnected. The, the Pandora Papers exposed a whole bunch of crap that has been abused for years that if you fix that problem, you, would, you as a person would probably pay $50 in tax. 
because that's how much you have to foot the bill for big corporations right now who don't pay the tax they should be paying. That the offsets are the problem, not what's currently happening. And the offsets, as we said, when they print money, they're printing more and more money every day. Eventually, that's going to lead to a point where either inflation is going to go through the roof for value or interest rates are going to hit the floor again, which is good for us, bad for banks, which means banks can't lend out more money because if the interest rate is zero, they'll never lend the money out because no company would ever put their money in there for an interest rate climb unless the money went back up. I mean, there's there's no incentive for any government to stop printing money right now. So just keep printing. I mean, it's like, what's so, the point? So just to be clear, in other countries, this is where it's an illusion right now because in America, they've been lying to people. In other countries, when they do this, the value of the money diminishes. So where it would be worth $10, it's now worth $100. Right. 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 In America, they've been... It's basically, it's going to come back to the U.S. dollar. So what they're doing is they're printing, they're printing the millions of dollars and then they're retracting the value so it still looks like it's a $10 bill when it's not. Right. In America right now, when you're buying something for $100, that's actually $1,000 in the way the currency's worked with how they're printing it right now. If they have to eventually, that, that, that will happen. That's what they're saying. If you hit a bust point where this happens, value is going to incinerate in fiat. And they don't care because banks and corporations are protected under the insurance claim rights that they have. They, they can literally just claim whatever the value they had before the bubble hurt them. That, that's why this is a really gray area where, like, they don't care. If a bank hands out a trillion dollars they don't own and they, they get called out, they can claim a bailout. They get all the money from the government, then they still have all the money they lent out that, that wasn't even their tender in the first place. That, that's how broken the system is. And th- those systems are w- what makes this a problem. If you pull away from that, they- their claim is, oh, we won't get enough spending. For who? Because it's not, it's not like you as a person fund more than enough for your community to get a lot of the stuff done that you do. Your county pays enough money in taxes to get almost everything fixed. They choose not to fix it because their bosses want that money. And that, that's, why, that's why it's such a big issue with, with the way it works, is you can control it. And that's why they don't like, we had this reference the other day. They were talking about a power plant. Cryptocurrency owners could buy a nuclear power plant and run it themselves, and it removes any power that the government has over the control. The, the only thing they can do is regulate it. And they didn't like that idea, so they tried to make it illegal for, for uh, people to group together and do that. In Australia, and this is the reference I can use, in Australia, more than 20% of people in Australia own crypto already. Like, that, that's where, in Australia, it's growing because we can see the shit that's happening, and we don't have the inflation you have, and we can already see the issues coming before our inflation starts. And you guys have had inflation since 2008. You know what I mean? Like, to the point where it's going to hit a point where it has to, there's a cause and effect and you guys just haven't had the effect yet. And the government puts it off because they're all trying well, that, to well, yeah, kick it down I mean, the like, road. We'll, we'll be the last ones to see it, right? I mean, that's just how that's what happens when you're the king of the dollar. Well, well no, no. The problem is, is that, as they said, it, all it takes is, right now how it works with China, a lot of the stuff comes from how the petrodollar works and how China works. And if you, if if and this is why so many countries are pushing away and saying that they don't want to have nothing to do with the Climate Change Act and all the stuff happening today in the COP. If you change to this new law, because of how all the money is in oil and in, in the way China works, 
your money drops in value like really badly because that that means the petrodollar is going to evaporate because that they can't use the US dollar to trading oil if no one's going to use oil anymore you see what I mean and this is why they're kicking right. it down the road they're trying to push to this 2050 mark all these companies don't care they're gobbling up renewables and nuclear plants everywhere they can you know they they're the ones who are saying infrastructure won't work but yet are asking the government to pay $26 trillion in the U.S. alone for hydrogen infrastructure changes. So they're, they're a company that wants to sell hydrogen, but they're going to make the government and you as the taxpayer pay for it. This is the broken system we live in today that they don't want to change the status quo about. That's why I say, like, you have to go after your representatives. You have to push legislation changes at, at your level that do, if enough people in your counties start pushing these legislations, shit gets changed. But if yeah, no one does anything, if everyone... That's, I've, I've, I've been yeah. pushing my, uh, my next-door neighbor. He's, he's actually a freaking senator yeah. where I'm at. And I've been pushing him, and I was just like, what do you think about Bitcoin? And he, he's been since 2013. And he was like, well, I don't think Bitcoin's the answer, but we do need a digital currency. You know, we uh, in electronic currency, and I'm like, uh, well, we've been electronic since like the 50s or 60s, bud. So what are you trying to say? And he, I mean, no answer. Well, we we comment. had the joke. We had the joke with my friend that he said, oh yeah, the you know Texans are not going to handle it, so they want the Texan cryptocurrency. And we're like, yeah, okay, the Texan coin. There you go. You know, Texas will have its own cryptocurrency. Bang. You just removed federal, which federal freaks out about, because your your state will will do shit for your state. I understand right. there are some commodity industries involved with your state, but the big ones, the ones that are in federal levels, those are talking hundreds of billions to trillions of dollars in money they do not want to let go of. And that's why, I mean, the reference, this is the biggest reference I can use that's a basic one. Biden said he was going to cut all student debt, and then he buckled instantly, like not even a day later, and he said, oh, it's a percentage. Why? Because the banks lent on him immediately going, do you realize how much money you just destroyed? <laughs> 